Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, May 20th, 2022. Today on the Ether, a Cosmos Spaces NFT talk hosted by Cosmo Clay with Trendy, Lil Gaines, AZ the Dragon. Everybody's here. Let's take a listen. What up? What up? Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Friday Space. Hope everybody's doing all right tonight. What's up, Trendy? How's it going? Long What's time no chat. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Friday, man? It was good. You? Yeah, it's it's been pretty busy this week. Um, everybody I talk to says that their you know real life job is is getting busier and busier as like the summer comes along, and I think yeah. that like it's just kind of like a um, an effect of the inflation, like your money doesn't go as far. So you have to work harder to, uh, like obtain the value that you're used to. So it just seems like everybody's working overtime right now. or like trying to find something else to do to have that little bit, a uh, little bit extra money, you know? <laughs> yeah. Either that or everybody's working a little bit harder to show their value. So when layoffs are happening, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, layoffs are coming my company actually announced they're going to be doing some layoffs uh, soon. Oh, shit. But, uh, you know, when you're at the bottom of the totem pole, you don't have to worry so much. They're going to keep you around because you're the one doing the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they usually chop the ones who are making too much money off. Yeah, they'll use it as an opportunity to cut down their costs and eliminate some of the positions that they feel are unnecessary. And, uh, you know, they, they use it as a time to tighten the ship you know try to <clears throat> steer it the right way for the next decade but yeah it's going to be tough like a lot of companies are are operating at a loss or you know just the profitability across the board is uh really hurting because whenever 2020 happened most large companies increased the wages for their um entire like company or at least did some kind of restructuring that uh resulted in you know a little bit extra for the employees and then now that they're having um these increased costs with like like uh for instance you know i work in the insurance industry so they feel this all around like whenever you're repairing cars or repairing homes that the labor costs more the materials cost more and Mm um you know when there's and then on top of this you know they're having a, a way uh people a worker shortage like across the board in the industries they're just saying that it's harder to get people to come back to work which is partly why they had to raise the 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 uh, wages to attract like the workers back to work but i feel like you know in the meetings that the big wigs have you know they're um they're talking to the government and they're saying hey 
um, it's hard to get workers. And they're like, oh, okay, we got your back. We're going to just make it to where they need to go. They need the dollars from you more than they ever did before. And I, I feel like yeah. that's like, they're like, oh, well, that's not why we're doing it, but we're happy to see that it also takes care of that problem that the business owners are having too. You know what I mean? So they just yeah. see it as a, uh, oh, we're going to, we're going to make, we're going to print a lot of money and make inflation high because of X, Y, and Z. And it's going to do this too. And we're sorry about that, but it's just, it's just gotta be the way it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's just funny. Hey me. Clay, what's up? Can you bring up Artemis? And uh, yeah. BZ didn't ask to be brought up, but let's bring BZ up too, because I like to hear that guy talking. Yeah, um, <laughs> let me make you a co-host real quick. That way you can. And then invite who else? Artemis and who? BZ. Both the, they're both on the viral team. BZ, there he is. What's up, AZ? Not much, man. Been a while since I've, I've been here in a space. Uh, Glad to see everybody's doing well, considering everything. I'm kind of laughing at uh, the Elon Musk, him trying to pathetically defend himself. And then Vitalik decided to mention, hey, by the way, I'm not a billionaire anymore. You're totally <laughs> more human. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Elon Musk buying Twitter, that's been a whole crazy ordeal. Well, not I haven't really been paying attention. What's going on now? Well, now he based long story short is um, he comes out on Twitter and goes, by the way, guys, I'm voting Republican now. Just wait for the Democrats to attack me. And then coincidentally, and like a couple of hours later, it comes out that his company paid a flight attendant from his own company, 250 grand to shut up about the time he sexually harassed her. Like, wow, that's coincidental. I wonder why we're attacking him. <laughs> yeah. He's getting himself into a, a hole. Um, I think a lot of people stay away from politics in the business world. And, and like, he's a prime example of probably why you should. But um, he's, like, embracing it full on. Like, yeah. But I don't know. Some Like, my cousin, he just thinks he's kind of like a, like, just that. Like, taking advantage of the attention that you can get in politics, like, really easily. Just by doing one thing or the other. You know what I mean? Like you just say one thing and it upsets people and then it makes half of the people happy. And it's like, you know, you just kind of play off of that energy and you're just using it for like promotional purposes, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just assume that whatever that guy does is to make himself money and it yeah. works. Like he should be in jail for market manipulation. That is it's no just, joke. Yeah. It's just crazy that, I mean, he already has the most money in the world. What else is she going to do? <laughs> you know? What's up, everybody? What's up, Gaines? What's up, Gainesy? Hey, what's up, Trendy, AZ? I haven't heard from you in a long time, AZ. Where have you been? I've been around, man. Silent but present. Um, I've been a little busy in life, but paying attention to the world and spaces and stuff. And, uh, you know, just trying to... I talk on the on the Telegram every now and again. Good, How good. You good to hear, man. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Today we're talking with Trendy and the um, I what is it I've V I R L viral viral okay <laughs> like we didn't just talk about this yesterday on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> hey nice nice uh, sneakers though I I seen that uh, tweet 
with the like custom made sneakers those are really really nice dude they're sharp right like uh <laughs> the sharp. ones that tour got right yep yep those are sweet dude and like the detail on those sneakers is insane like he's using a tiny tiny brush to like mm -hmm. make it look just like the actual nft that's that's pretty yep. cool that's what i'm saying bro like um all the the artisans that we work with are just like top notch top of the line like we want them to tell the story of the products that they're so passionate about you know what i mean and that's kind of like one of the things part of our ethos like as far as like community wise, like just bringing that special thing to the community. And that's what viral is, right? You got V dash IRL virtual to in real life. So that's what we're all about with you start with the NFT and then through our tooling on secret network, you're able to create a version two, which is also kind of like your receipt, which starts the process of them creating your in real life asset that matches your, your NFT that you minted one-to-one. -one. So it's pretty exciting. And this is something that we've been kind of like really drooling and chomping at the bit to, to finally release this Genesis. And it's just right around the corner on the 29th. So we're super excited. Beautiful. That's awesome. Well, what exactly like go more into detail, like exactly what viral is? Yeah. So basically like a lot of people will, will see us like doing merch and stuff like that. And, that's kind of like a byproduct of, of what we are. We're, we're more about the tooling. We have this, this special tool um, that the, the way that we're flexing its muscles, so to speak, right now is by, by using um, this merchandise um, kind of aspect of it. So you, you basically, you mint a version one NFT, which is like the likeness representation of your in real life asset that you could either hold this NFT, you can sell it, you can redeem it. Um, let's just say you decide to go down the redeeming portion of it. You work with our tooling um, on our website where you could anonymously work with um, the artist or the artesian who's whoever we're partnering with at the time. And you could um, basically have them customize a shoe for you. So if we're talking about shoes for an example right now, where obviously he's not going to make like a thousand different sizes of one shoe. So the shoe is going to be very specific to you. So if, let's say you were to mint that secret network rabbit sneaker. Um, it's just waiting there for you. It's not really bound to any shoe size, man, woman, child, whatever it be. Um, so you could either resell that or if you do go that claiming route, then that's when you use our tooling where you're able to, to give them the specifics of your shoe size and stuff like that and kind of customize it to, to your needs. Um, the thing is, is that it's, it is one-to-one -to, -one to that NFT, so it has to match it completely. Um, the other cool thing is we have some authentic authentication tooling or like um, some chips that are going to be in the shoes as well. So from your phone, you'll be able to authenticate that that shoe is genuine and it's yours. So that's uh, another cool thing that's um, coming with that as well. Um, the way the tooling works as well is... Um, we were worried about kind of like a double spending aspect of it. So like on the secondary market, um, let's just say you had that V1 NFT. Um, when you cash that in, you get a V2, which is going to be completely different and noticeably different than the V1. So you would never be in question like, hey, did am I about to, to purchase a secondhand um, NFT that's already been redeemed? Like I have the expectation that I'll still be able to redeem this for the shoe. Uh, but it's already been redeemed and I'm just kind of SOL. So we've, we've thought about all those processes just to make sure that um, the, um, 
the community is it and really burned in the situation and it's just as smooth as possible as far as process wise i got a question trendy um so each nft right how, how do you know if it's like i guess um specific for a shoe collection or for a jacket like let's just say there's like other things that come out like jackets like backpacks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how would you know that that nft is redeemable for um a particular product would it have like a picture of the sneaker in the NFT or something? Can you kind of yeah. explain that a little bit? Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. That's a good question. And um, we could also, if we're able to to post some tweets up here as well, we we do have some some examples of what our V1 looks like. And the cool thing about um, Secret Network is you have that private metadata aspect, right? So um, we're able to put like a, a viral logo for the the public, so it kind of like covers up the shoe. And then your private wallet, you'll be able to see the the kind of like exposed picture. So it's like either you can choose to to let everybody see it or you can just keep it for yourself. Um, so yeah, there there will definitely be um, a way for the end user for, or the community member to know what um, project is, is coincided with that drop. Um, because yeah, it'll be a one-to-one -one exact representation um, on the NFT itself. That's super cool, dude. That's super cool. Um, I was just going to ask you too, like, how'd you guys go about picking the actual artist? I'm sure there's like thousands of artists out there in the world. Like what, what made you guys choose that particular one? Well, um, that one right there is because, um, uh, actually Jamama, who's one of our, um, who is the, the main dog. Um, he's the head of the viral snake, I guess you could call it. Um, he, uh, he is local with him. Um, no, he's not local with him. That's Gio. But yeah, he, um, he was reaching out, he was looking around. Um, he just kind of looks around and he looks for different artisans. He he saw him on Instagram. Um, this guy has a huge, huge following on Instagram. He's done celebrities. He's worked with Netflix. He did like um, uh, he did a certain series on Netflix where they basically put like a, a piece of meteorite in a shoe for a Netflix series. So he's done a lot of cool stuff. So basically looking for people who um, really take their craft extremely seriously and they you can see and feel the love and everything that they create so just looking for those people who are not like mega big just like warehouses just pumping things out some somebody who's just like putting all the fine details in putting their blood sweat and tears into something so basically they're they're putting a kiss of a seal on each one of the products that they're sending out because it means that much to them those are the kind of people that we want to work with because they represent our brand in the biggest way like somebody who loves their product so much because of their community drivenness like that's that's what we're all about and we will generally um gravitate towards artisans who have that same kind of ethos go ahead az i just want to make sure i, I didn't miss a step here i maybe I, I wasn't listening for a moment so it's an nft mm -hmm. project of sorts that is both an nft and correlates to a real life sneaker or is that the idea yeah that's exactly it and it's not always going to be a sneaker basically this is like a like it's a tooling um, that we've created where it doesn't necessarily have to be a merch. Like this can be an event. Like let's just say that you wanted to have like a NFT ticket. Let's say we're all going to Decentral. They sent us an NFT um, for Decentral. And when we go to Decentral, we could have this NFT scanned and being on secret network, nobody has to know that you're Cosmo Clay's real name or Trendy's real name or AZ's real name. Like it'll just, it's in your wallet. So it's secure. And they scan it and they'll know you're there. And then also too, like you could potentially um, have some corresponding merch or, 
or whatever B that goes with that. So yes, like to answer your question, you get an NFT, you could either hold it, you can sell it, or you could redeem it. That once that V1 is, let's say it's redeemed, it burns to a V2. So it's almost like your receipt, like let's just call V1 a PO, right? A purchase order for a very specific item. So once you cash that in, it burns to a version two, you get a receipt NFT. So you still get an NFT. And then it also, it starts the process of creating your in real life asset. That's pretty cool. So you pretty much like almost like a mutant ape, not actually, but like you've mutated the V1 to a V2. And now that you own your, your mutant, let's just call it, that yeah. is what start, like starts the gears in motion to get your whatever thing you have connected in real life. Let's say it's a sneaker. But yeah. if you were to trade it, you'd want to be ideally trading the V1. Exactly. Yeah. The V1 is going to hold the more value um, as far as resale for somebody wanting the sneakers, unless you were to find somebody who has the exact same size shoe as you and all the other traits. That's actually super cool. It could definitely apply to a lot of like, I'm, I, my first thing that jumps to mind for me was when like Lil Nas X did the, uh, the 666 remade Air Max 97s mm, with a drop yep. of blood in there. Right. And those were incredibly valuable. And it's basically just taking like the same sort of collector, um, mindset and scarcity and applying it to it. I really like that. That's super cool. Yeah. And the other thing that we're excited about, um, one thing like leading up to it was not very exciting. Obviously we all are very familiar with what's been going on in the market. So we all got together and realized that, Hey, this is, this is a very premium product and we're with what's been happening. We're potentially pricing out some people who um, would really want to have been part of this drop. Um, so what we did was we were going to package um, Secret Network socks, Secret Network themed socks with it um, to begin with. So if you were to mint a shoe, um, you would have got an airdrop for um, some Secret Network socks. Um, so what we did to try to turn this around and like put a fun little spin on it, we were going to do a sock lotto where there's going to be a thousand, let's just call it a thousand lotto tickets, right? And 975 of those lotto tickets will land you some Secret Network socks. But 25 of those will land you the actual shoe. So when you go to mint some socks, there's going to be 25 very happy people that open up their um, their wallet and see that they got a pair of shoes sitting in there. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool, bro. How, how did you guys convince this artist to do something with like NFTs? How, how did that happen? Kind of curious. That might be something that Artemis can speak to better. I know if Jamama was here, he's he's definitely the guy who had the the links and, to it. But I... yeah, I definitely uh, met with uh, with Matt after Jamama met with him. Jamama is the as uh, as Trendy said the the person that uh, approached uh, Matt uh, at first. Um, but yeah, so basically Matt's motivation as an artist is to kind of. Uh, uh, learn about nfts learn about crypto get his feet wet uh he's also uh, in the forefront of uh, his art in terms of innovation he's like trendy said he's pushing the limits with uh, with what he's doing with the shoes uh he's also in um, in a field like the fashion field where uh people aren't uh, ignoring nfts there are brands there are uh, uh, a lot of designers. There are a lot of uh, innovation on the on the fashion side regarding NFTs. So uh, when uh, the the contact was was made between Matt and Jamama at first, uh, Matt was very interested and open to 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 get uh, 
introduced to to nfts and uh, when i i pers- personally talked to him a couple of times each time it was like he's so open it's crazy because i obviously in my in my real life and as a, as a as a crypto person uh, i spend most of my time in, in, in Twitter and in Discord and with you guys. So when I'm outside, I'm basically just talking to everybody about crypto, about NFTs, about secret network, about these blockchains and Atom and Cosmos. And the, usually the reception I get is kind of uh, cold, like people aren't that open to, to new ideas. Uh, and Matt is, a, is, a, is really like a, a breath of fresh air because he's just curious, he's super hyped. He loved he loved it right away. Um, he really like we didn't just say hey do a shoes we're gonna sell them on this uh, via mint on this blockchain. He he wanted to learn about secret network. He wanted to learn about NFTs how they work. Uh, he wanted to learn what's a wallet. How can I create one? Uh, how can I make my my website better and accept crypto for people? So I really feel like by working with him. We were able to bring a new person, just as a as a customer, as a user, as a, as a, as a, as a new crypto fan, to the ecosystem. And through him, we hope to bring also like his people, you know, like the customers, the guys that work with him, and maybe like on. Um, we are doing a mint, obviously, that will never repeat. But that doesn't mean that we won't be still in contact with Matt to help him. Maybe if he wants to set up a, a payment system in crypto or uh, his own endeavors in the in the metaverse. Uh, we are really excited to keep like this this close link with the, the artisans we work with because it's also a way to onboard more uh, normal people like sneakerheads that follow matt on instagram i don't know how much of them do have a wallet and uh, uh and uh, an exchange account and crypto and stuff so if we can just like reach to to uh, a small percentage it's already a win for for the whole ecosystem as a whole but yeah matt mm-hmm. is just curious and, and very motivated to learn that sounds awesome that sounds good that uh you guys were able to kind of like persuade him persuade him a little bit into getting like you know a little bit deeper into the to the crypto community and he's got a big following so like if if he starts teaching people how to use um you know the secret network imagine the growth that you guys would see yeah i mean it'll be a win for the whole cosmos because there's a lot to, and you can move around the cosmos so easy where you be uh the highway so it's easy just to move around and pop around and especially through osmosis zone. I mean, you could be in any, any chain you want to be in a blink. And um, you guys need to re- remember that viral isn't about one mint. It's about uh, several different mints that will go through like the seasons and different artisans. So one of the, the, the vision is each time to try to reach to a quality artisan like Matt, there are a lot, not some like trendy sets on big chains or uh, some huge factories that just like uh, throw throw your way the same product uh, X one, one ten thousand whatever, but like like really these brands that put in the work and have these quality products, and each time redo this process of onboarding new people and and teaching new new suppliers new artisans from the the outside world about crypto and bringing them over so 
uh, I feel like if if we can really like keep at it, and after the third, fourth, fifth minute, uh, you you look back and maybe like you added just one thousand new people is 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 a win in my in my eyes. Especially if those people then like on board another another circle and and it just like start being some kind of. Uh, uh, way alternative way to do e-commerce or art, art, alternative way to do uh, merch and it's not sp especially always merch it can be like trendy set ticketing or other uh, aspects of and ideas of real life products or assets or even events or even like uh, like there's there's a lot I, I want we have like this whole new segment that we just kind of start talking about that is very exciting and it's like a, an industry in itself so there's a lot of, in the pipeline that yeah it's not just about one mint obviously right now we are focusing on genesis mint and all our uh, efforts are are geared toward making it like uh, a big 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 event as trendy said uh, the sock lotto and everything we just want to turn a mint into like an event come down to discord have fun mint some socks maybe win a pair of shoe that works up over 700 dollars worth so you're, you're you're buying your 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 uh, your socks at the at the price of a sock and you're, you're already winning in in terms of winning a, a shoe instead and then you can since it's uh, exclusive it's uh, low supply a very high quality uh, your v1 can go uh, into secondary market be sold in stash so y y you might put in a very few bucks and end up with uh, with with a big big win in uh, in a, a good uh, you know like <laughs> nft fashion you know on top of rarities there's this this mechanic where people can can really have nice surprises and oh, did he get rugged <laughs> that, no, that was actually drop uh, the alpha. that was actually one of my questions if they had rarities you know or like yeah they definitely no. do have rarities are you black or yeah yeah there's different rarities there's going to be like um different types of uh traits like you know how like um certain nfts will have like um something that has like two or three traits some of them have seven traits um it's it's kind of like a, a tiered like that and then also too there's there's multiple types of shoes um there's an air force one in jordan and they kind of play into the traits as well um another thing that that wasn't mentioned that's also a huge bonus to um kind of holding um, inventory in the form of an NFT, these being all one-to-one -one by an artisan, like we are not holding any inventory just sitting there waiting. Like these are made to order. So if you have a collection of three or 400 and only three or four people redeem, like just think about all the savings of merchandise, just kind of not having to be wasted and just sitting there. So that's another really cool part about this as well. What's up, Amir? Did you have a question? No, Amir. Yeah, hey, 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 What's up, man? Hey, hey, hey Gaines. Hey, Clay. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, this is a real, really cool project. Like a something different. Me at at the beginning, I was more like a sneakerhead, and there are a lot of similarities uh, between the the sneaker world. I'm sure you, I'm sure most of you guys know like the the rarity and things, and and there's a lot of similarity for uh, like uh, picking up good good. Um, good pairs and picking up good nfts and all this so so the, the whole thing it it, it, it really uh, like a, i was attracted to it at first and and like digging digging <laughs> this thing is uh, like really crazy because also um, even I, I started like getting into viral before before the luna thing and um and and this remind me even more that that 
we need still to to stay in real life also because because after after everything sometimes we get kind of sucked in the, the whole crypto sphere and all this and that we're we're kind of ahead of ahead of ourselves maybe a little bit you know so so these shoes i'm going to wear them and remind myself also to like uh still stay in real life also very yeah cool. i think i think the you know combining crypto with sneaker heads like it, it was kind of like a, a match made in heaven i feel like <laughs> yeah and I'm sure y'all uh, y'all know Amir around here because I've hopped on some of y'all spaces and I've seen him chilling and hanging out with y'all. And Amir's probably one of the nicest people I ever met. He's good people. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Trent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thank you, Gaines. Thank you very much. You likewise. You 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 are all cool, especially you, Gaines. But I, I don't want to say anything. But anyway, um, I had a question, Trent. Um, the only thing that's like a little bit um not off, but is the supply is so so damn low. It's like a a thousand, you know, like uh, for example, when uh, when a pair come out of sh- of uh, sneakers, it's going to be like uh, twenty thousand, and that's ultra rare. It's kind of hard to get. So this this uh, supply, and and um, is 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 this going to be like um, is this going to be like also, um, how do you say like some sometimes like a lot of uh, NFT projects they will give so much more value to the first to the first uh, gen you know the Genesis uh, mint. And then not um, a, a little less, you know, to to all our. Is is this going to be the case with viral, or or um, no. or is all, all the drops going to be significant? At all? No, I don't. I don't think so. And I know exactly where you're coming from. But I guess the unique thing with us is like nobody's really doing what we're doing as far as like having that in real life asset. And when you partner that with having these kind of like one of one very special artisans within their field, you're looking at working with people in the in the same manner throughout the spectrum so you're always going to find yourself with with very special kind of limited runs because these people they don't really make a lot of things so when you're able to find somebody who does a a special product like they're not going to crank them out like a warehouse so i think you're going to find um special pieces as long as we continue to do this and as long as we continue to to really dial in and tune the tooling that we have um, even as we expand and grow, I think you're always going to see the value in each of these projects we have because at the end of the day, like, and you you know it just as good as anybody else in this room, like the community is what really moves us forward. And without y'all, we have nothing. So what do we do to make sure that we keep the community together and happy? We We lean into making sure that you're taken care of. And that would be by making sure that you always have something special that you could be proud of. And that would just kind of lean into each collection that we do. Like, even if you miss this Genesis one, the next one should be just as good. And the one after that should be just as good. Each one of these different collections may lean into a different demographic, so to speak. So you're always going to find something really exciting. Thank you very much, Trendy. That, that's a very nice uh, very nice way of, of going like uh, to do things. Because I know sometimes the people, they like uh, so so deceived, you know, to be to be missing out that they they kind of lose interest interest because they know that that kind of like uh, they miss the they miss the train you know so this mm-hmm. is good to value even like uh, people who will be who will be here in uh in maybe next year or the year after for for different drops you know they they should have value also not just rewarding the people that were here early you know so that's, that's just my thank you thank you very much guys for all you're doing yeah dude we we definitely have some special stuff lined up in the pipeline and like um, I'm sure you've heard in the the chats and Discord, like Jamama is about five or six projects down the road, and just kind of peeking and hearing some of the things that he's lined up. Like I'm just excited as 
as I am for those as I am Genesis. So I wouldn't be worried at all, brother. Also, there's the the aspect that you're not minting um, a virtual asset. So there's already like a shift in value and a shift in what you're getting for what you're minting. So uh, it can't go to zero. That, that's not possible because you, you get what you paid for. So every um, uh, the exclusivity, if, if it adds value, this is not something that we are promising, obviously, but the, the, the small supply, the exclusivity, the quality of the product, if it adds value in secondary market, that's added value on top of what you already paid for and you already have in your pocket. Meaning that once you have your V1, you go, you redeem it, you get your shoe, you put it in your feet and you're, you're, you, have, you have what you paid for and the, the shoe's quality or the product's quality in, in the, the case of another mint is already the price what, for what you paid. So all the rest the, 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 is, is, is bonus in, in my opinion and how we see it. And we want to add that added bonus. We want to add community. People like get access to uh, private channels. They can get alpha. They can get more for what they purchase with uh, perks and future uh, whitelists or whatever we, we are coming uh, up with. So that's, that's, that's nice. But there's also that security that you don't get with other projects. If, so, if, uh, if an NFT project rugs you, you end up with a, a useless JPEG that that is just like a meme or something but here at least you get what you paid for at the at the mint point and then you see how it goes so there's that i do like that um this this whole project is not only focused on one specific type of like nft you can actually branch off into different projects different type of products so yeah i, I like the i like the whole idea this is something new that you guys are bringing to the space. Something totally different. I like it. Yeah, that, that is definitely one of the huge factors of it. And it's almost like a, <clears throat> a bridge throughout the cosmos as well, because um, we aren't um, kind of like Artemis said, we're not just specifically sticking to secret network. The tooling may live on secret network, but it's a good way for us to introduce other um, ecosystems to secret network. So it brings value throughout the cosmos um, as far as like expanding or broadening your understanding of all the different utilities and tools um, as far as what makes the cosmos so special. Um, a lot of people kind of silo themselves um, into individual networks, but the cosmos is, is such an easy with IBC. I mean, you can get around so easily. It's, it's totally worth checking out everything, understanding everything and just growing together. I'm looking forward to a backpack. To come out with a backpack and then I'll, I'll mint it for sure. <laughs> yeah, guys, give us, give us ideas. We, we love that. I mean, we, I don't think we, we thought about the backpack. I, I know Jamama is like, uh, he's thinking 24 seven about new endeavors that that guy is a, is a machine. And, I'm, just imagining, uh, I'm just imagining like a backpack with the secret, uh, you know, background that just looks so sick in my mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's like hidden pockets in it, just to really go wrong along with secret network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah make, it, make it a smell-proof backpack. For yeah, yeah, reason. and it's got a stash. <laughs> Waterproof, smell-proof. All right, got it. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like t-shirts, um, hats. So whenever it's like some cool t-shirts and hats come out, I'm all for it. 
hats, eh? Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I had this uh, sick uh, LAN, uh, computer LANs backpacks because at the time I, I used to go play in for for the weekends on, on outside like and i think that now they like razor do this crazy uh, backpacks for keyboards and and stuff that that would be something cool too i like headbands too like that, those kind of accessories are just badass like if you had like custom ones with custom uh you know designs it's it's just so awesome the cool you thing know, is if you do i'm sorry gains Oh no! Go ahead, go ahead. I'll ask. I was going to say that um, if you pop into our Discord and you do have a good idea, we do have a um, a bot in there in which you could kind of like um, submit a kind of like a ticket um, where you could um, submit your request and stuff like that, and we'll partner up with you and we'll work with you as far as drawing it out, and um, we'll you'll chat with the core team as far as feasibility and just to see if we want to continue on with that. And I'm sure if you bring a really good idea to us, since we do um, really lean into the community aspect i'm sure there'll be something special that we could do as far as kickback and it looks like jamama dropped off so i'm glad you didn't hear that um but i'll gladly mint something for you if it if it came from you <laughs> an idea that just came to mind for me i don't know why i thought of this but things that are like crypto specific like you know merch is nice but also you know cosmos has a store but what about like i don't know like a crypto specific lanyard for your wallet or like those those seed plates that you can get to store your seed phrase. What if they were mm-hmm. like Cosmos seed plates or something? You have an NFT for that, and that's something who like who is in crypto cares about that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. No, we thought about like basically how I envisioned this, and I'm not sure who's all familiar with the Supreme brand, um, which they do a lot of different seasonal drops, and they work with a lot of different artisans and companies. I would say like we're like more lean towards like the the smaller scale as far as like a supreme kind of brand like but we're doing it with crypto and we're doing it with nfts and we're we're bridging that that in real life to or that virtual to in real life aspect of it um like you see like supreme the work with like nike and stuff like that those guys are too big like we we want to stay with um the local kind of the mom and pop kind of person who's like really cranking out things because they they love what they do and they're all about being different and they put their heart and soul into all their pieces. Those are the people that we really want to lean into. Um, it's funny that you did talk about like um, the crypto specific things and kind of thinking like with your your supreme mind, like they always do goofy things. And I don't know, I thought it would be funny if like we made like a, something for osmosis, like where we did like osmosis, like branded beakers, <laughs> just something goofy. Dude, you know I mean? it's dude, exactly that, man. Like a filled up like osmosis lava lamp. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Trendy, I, I've seen Supreme come out with like even like gold chains, like tiny yep. little pendants with like you know a nice like uh chain chain link um necklace, dude. Those 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 sell out like in like five seconds, bro. They sell out yep. quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I did have a question a though, bro. Um, yes, sir. How how are you guys handling the logistics? So let's just say I do uh, finally get a, a pair of sneakers and mm-hmm. like I wanted to have them shipped out to my my address. How is that all being handled? What what platform is that going to go through? So the cool thing about that is when you do mint, um, every cost is baked into the initial mint. So you never have to take out your credit card again. Um, you you don't have to pay for shipping. So that's one cool aspect of it. Um, the other thing is through our tooling, um, you can work with uh, Matt as far as like setting up your address and shipping and stuff like that all privately. 
So, and there also are different ways, like especially coming from the secret, secret network, um, we know that they're all about privacy, right? So um, we've worked with um, drawing out different medium articles and game plans as far as how can somebody have something delivered to them anonymously? Um, so we've, we've started putting that stuff together as well. But yeah, like all the stuff will be through the tooling on our website where you'll be able to chat with Matt directly. Um, and it can be all anonymous if you want it to. So if you didn't want to give up your information um, or anything beyond your address, you're, that's totally acceptable and how we kind of want it. Thank you, dude. And I'll pass the mic to um, uh, Crypto Tank. What's going on, Crypto Tank? You there, Crypto Tank? Yo, sorry about that, guys. I'm over here editing a video while, while I'm listening to you guys at the same time. That's <laughs> fine. Bad about that. You're good, dude. <laughs> Trying to multitask. Um, Matt, I've, I got to be honest, though, guys. I'm sitting here working, though, and I'm listening, and I couldn't help. Like, I stopped doing what I was doing, and I jumped on over to check out on your Twitter pages and stuff like that. The shoes, oh, my gosh. Just tell me when, <laughs> when I can get it already. Just, I want them. I want the hats, the shoes. I'll be messaging you guys. I love the idea. I'm all for it. I just wanted to kind of chime in as, you know, as I was working and as I was kind of like listening uh, and multitasking. I love it though, guys. I absolutely love it. Well, appreciate that. And let me just call you out for being a pro multitasker. I've, I've edited videos and it takes a skill to be able to edit a video and do anything else. So kudos well, to I've that. I've literally <laughs> had to stop like several times because I was interested in what you guys were saying. I was like, wait, hold up. Let me look up these shoes real quick. <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude. Words. I just I got another idea, but I gotta say before I forget. Let's, you know, a lot of us are attached to our like NFTs, right? Like, some of them were like, don't even want to freaking let them go. Is, right? Would there be a possibility that let's just say for each collection that is out there on Seeker or different platforms, you guys have a set price, and someone can literally like burn that NFT and then um, get a product for that NFT. So if I like this ape you know, that I'm rocking over here and mm -hmm. I say, you know what, I'm ready to actually turn into something physical. And I go to the platform and boom, I convert it and I get a pair of shoes with this ape on them. Is that, is that an idea that you guys ever thought about in the that's, future? That's a, that's a prime idea right there. Honestly, like that's an awesome, like just that's a money idea. I, I, I feel like you, you just had like a, the, 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 the dankest epiphany right there. Man, yeah, it'll, it'll be a thousand secret, and I'll send you my address later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Instead of burning, just send them to trendy. I, I want to wear my NFT. I don't want to use my NFT in the metaverse. I literally want to wear my NFT around on my yeah. Feet. Hell For yeah. Real. For real. And like we were, we were mentioning earlier that Jamama is like five or six steps ahead. And I know that I was listening to one of his AMAs and he's got a lot of tooling going on in the background that he's got planned for our website. So I wouldn't even be surprised if that was one of the things on his roadmap. Um, but as, as far as when you can get the, the shoes, it's going to be on the 29th. Um, we will continue to just spam as we get closer to that date. Um, if you go to our discord, you could actually, um, save the event and you can get reminders for it. Um, we are going to actually do something to where um, we we understand the volatility of the market right now. So if we were to say X amount of secret today, well, let's say it was like, I don't know, 300 secret or whatever it be. And it was worth $700. Tomorrow it might be worth 30 bucks. So so what we did is we, we were going to mint in fiat as well. 
So the, the shoe is going to be $700. It's going to be a custom one of one. You do get your NFT. Um, the other cool thing is there is an authenticate, authenticate, <laughs> authentication aspect of it. I don't know why I'm struggling to say that word. So you'll be able to hold your phone up to it and verify that it is your shoe. So that's another cool aspect of it. One of one, never to repeat it again. So on Secret Network, you will never find the Matt B collection again. We may work with a Matt B again for maybe an Osmos drop or something like that, but it will never be a Secret Network drop again. So if you're interested in that and you like those cool waves and designs that Secret Network has on their shoes, um, that'll definitely be the drop for you. Um, but yeah, on the 29th, let me see what time it is real quick. Do you know off the top of your head, Artemis? It looks like it is at... Noon on Sunday, the 29th, noon being Central Standard Time. I'm not sure what that converts to UTC because I'll be honest, I hate converting stuff to UTC. See, I was trying to multitask like CryptoTank and I was failing miserably because I missed what you said. <laughs> I just heard my name. <laughs> 1700 UTC on the 29th. And the cool thing is um, CryptoTank, um, I'm not sure if you heard the, uh, the sock drop where if you do miss out on the shoe, let's just say they go fast. Um, if you mint uh, a sock, it's kind of like a lotto system to where there will be a thousand socks and 25 of those pools will actually be the shoe. So you go to mint the, the sock and you open up your wallet and there's a $700 pair of shoes in there waiting for you to either customize, hold, resell, whatever you want to do with them. Um, so that's a really cool aspect as well as wow. something that we're trying to get back. Nice. That's nice. So I'll have a bunch of socks with the hopes of uh, some. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna miss out on the shoes. Though. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna miss out on this one. So wait, literally, though, literally, you can actually get those socks, all right, Randy? Those socks are are gonna be physical ones. Same thing as well. Yep, you could either yeah. hold the hold the NFT or you could burn them and get some real socks. Dang, Crypto Tank's gonna have like 50 pairs of socks. There you go. There, yeah, yeah, I'm serious, <laughs> too. I really, <laughs> I need some new socks, so I'm, I'm all <laughs> exciting, man. Super exciting. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. How, how you been? Yeah, dude, I'm excited about it. Um, the whole fiat aspect really got me excited too, because like, um, just like we were talking about just a second ago, the whole volatility of the market it, that was a great solution to to kind of stabilizing things to where somebody didn't have to invest X amount of secret and, and pray and hope that it stayed consistent, especially because um, sorry for everybody's loss. If you were using stable coin as well, just to kind of hold that value. So minting in fiat is, is a game changer as well. Definitely needed a space like this to just kind of get my mind off of the whole Luna fiasco and just talk yeah. about something different, something fresh and exciting, you know? Yeah. And you know what would be cool, Trinity, too, if um, once um, you guys, you know, get a bigger community going and the word spreads out, it'd be really cool to see some people within our community that are actually artists that you guys could partner up with and um, launch these new, like, drops. Yeah, dude, for sure. Because, look, look, women, of, women from Cosmos or women of or women from, I forget. From, She's already from. an artist. She's already an artist, dude. And, like, if you guys could partner with her to create something together, boom, there you go. What I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. And I won't say more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of local artists, if you were to look a little bit lower and you see uh, Mr. Nicky down there, he is actually the artist who's drawing all of our shoes. So big props to him for for doing that stuff because he's, he's doing a, a kick-ass job drawing all these di different traits and rarities and just the amount of detail that he put in the Air Force One and Jordan. 
Like um, I would, I would like to see any sneakerhead look at those and just really appreciate the amount of detail that he put, even on the little stars and the grip on the bottom of the shoes, like all the way down to the shading and the eye holes. You know what I mean? Like he just really went to town as far as making these as legitimate as possible, so they could be appreciated from somebody who really doesn't really care much about NFTs, um, who's more about the shoe coming from the the in real life side. So even our our um, our NFT friends who just they want a cool looking NFT. They everybody gets it. Everybody wins. Ah, I think I pinned that to the top of the space. If you like, scroll to like the first one. I think that's what you're talking about, right? So he's the yep. one that actually creates uh, the NFT and um, designs the shoe in the NFT. Yep, exactly. Cool. Yeah, very talented. Very. That's that's really and nice. On stash, right? Because secret. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're going to mint um, through our website and then secondhand will be on Stash. Cool, cool. Thanks. If anyone else has any questions for the viral gang, please I, come up the, and request a speak. I just wanted to add on what Trendy said about Nikki. Earlier, I was logging into our private section of Discord and I saw a pair of socks that Trendy, that uh, Nikki just put out. And I think it's uh, related to uh, the concept of Diamond Hands that we are... Uh, uh, talking about recently on our Discord, and I was just like, my mind was blown. Like, I, I can't wait for everybody to see the designs. Uh, you're not like minting uh, one out of uh, one thousand same sh same socks. Even in the socks, there's like these uh, these collections and different uh, patterns and different uh, uh, styles. And and the one that I saw is is like. I hope I hope it's not a rare one because uh, it's gonna cost me to to get it because it's an, an awesome design. Hey, yeah. Trendy, or um, yeah. How long has uh, Matt Matt been doing these these type of things? Man, since he was a kid, like he talked about um his Nike Air Hirachis that uh he had and he was proud of those shoes and he loved those shoes, but he also wanted to be different. Um, so he used to customize his own shoes when he was younger, and he just kept doing it his whole life, just mastering his his craft. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the video I pinned to the top and it's just the detail. The detail is nuts. The steady hand, right? Like just mm -hmm. have the, the confidence to swipe across um, the shoe like that with, with paint. Like I'd be like, oh shit, taping everything off and stuff. <laughs> Jeez, stitching, everything, cutting everything yep. out perfectly, designing mm -hmm. it on the PC first off. Like that's already a lot of work. So yeah, yeah the cool thing like is... A, they have a machine where they actually could print those fabrics as well. So like they, they've really invested in the quality of product that they're giving out. Um, they actually have a, they did so many trials and errors and they've like mastered down um, the kind of, I would call it like a clear coat, like a protectant coat that goes over it to make sure that the shoe can take a beating and it doesn't mess up the paint job or anything like that on it. So he's very proud of his product. And that's something that we're really excited about. My gosh, even the freaking video quality of them showing his work. <laughs> it's yep. nuts, dude. It's yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> yep. And that, that video is short, but when we were talking about, with him, he would explain to us that some of the shoes that we were presenting him with would take up to three days in real life to do between like uh, passing the design in computer, printing it, cutting it, like personalizing it for the, for the, all the, parts or the, the 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 aspects of the shoes etc that's a huge commitment for for a a person to spend three days on one shoe to to to, to redeem when 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 the user will redeem that's that's insane 
My gosh. Yeah. For those sneakerheads out there, this is going to be something insane, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Totally excited. And I'm even more excited about the sock drop as well, because like then we're pricing in everybody. Like you can be part of Genesis now and you could also get a chance to win the sneakers because we do understand that it's a very premium product. Um, but being able to do this is lotto with the socks is just super fun, super winning. And um, I might mint myself like two or three, just, I don't know, maybe get lucky, but it's also, they're really, they're really cool. And Jamama says he, he's not much of a sock guy, but he's wearing socks like crazy lately. And uh, he said they're super comfortable and the socks, like, you know, that um, there's different types of socks, right? So we could probably go into like a big sock conversation, <laughs> but there's like the ones that are like printed on the sock. Or there's the the ones that are kind of like, they're, I don't, I don't know the process, but there's two types of socks. One, like when you wear it, you know how like the image starts stretching out, it looks all stupid. Those are not these socks. These socks are a good socks. Like there's a lot of quality in the, the way that these are produced as well as far as the image wise. It's not just like a an iron on cheapy kind of thing on there that will just like crinkle up and wrinkle up the first time you wear them. Yeah, I totally get it. I pinned it to the top here, so it looks like it's it's $50. Yep. And that's also the with shipping included as well. Um, the and these sh- the socks are are not cheap as well. I mean, fifty dollars is not cheap for a pair of socks, but you're also you're getting into that lotto. You're getting shipping to your door, and you're also getting a custom sock. Like custom socks are probably they're pretty expensive as it is. So, and you're also you're getting something very exclusive, being the secret network theme stuff. So it's all very exciting. That reminds me. I remember like this is not like NFT related, but uh, uni socks. Remember that. That, that's exactly what we what I was going to mention how and have you seen the price of those things I mean obviously before pre-market crash yeah pre- before pre-market I mean crash the all-time high was like around 160,000 for a pair uh, right Nuts, now it's 20, 26 26k <laughs> yeah. even at the, yeah even at the the bottom of it you could like you could buy a car <laughs> you could buy these socks like what do you want yeah so what you guys saying is we should start investing on a stacking contract for the socks. <laughs> <laughs> and these are Genesis socks too. So these are going to be the, some of the more special ones. Um, but also going back to what Amir kind of alluded to in the beginning, like everything that we're doing, we're hoping that it's just as special as the last one. Um, obviously Genesis is a little more special just because it's your first, it's your first, your first run at everything. And, we're hoping that we just completely knock it out of the park. Um, but yeah, like everything that we're doing going forward, it's just like, you're just proud of it. Like your kids, you know what I mean? Like everything that we put out, we want to make sure that um, it'd be worthy of a Genesis every single time over and over again. Back to you, Clay, if you got any questions or anyone else that wants to come up here and talk more than welcome to ask questions or ideas. If you guys got any cool ideas, share them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, fo- I'll follow up on something about what, what you said, actually, Gainza, like about sending the NFT and um, and having having um, having it made on a cap or whatnot. Is it possible at the same time, like a little bit differently, but, but sending you also the support, like a watch or a pendant or, or whatnot? I mean, I, I think with something like that, since it hasn't really been materialize i think the sky's the limit um that would definitely be something we'd have to to chat with jamama and the team with as far as like um the possibilities and what it all takes but i mean that's a grand idea i'm I'm very certain that we'll take it back and if he's already not looking at something like that it would definitely be worth looking at 
I think we were talking about surfboards, so pendants are are doable, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> talking about surfboards, what we're talking about bike frames. Probably don't want to say much more things. I'm for the bike frame, bro. I love bikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just kind like of a like premium, premium product. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and that's kind Mint of like how we were talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more about like obviously, like this thing is is we're really keen to to flexing and showing off the tooling that we're creating because it could be used in so many different ways. Um, I know uh, Jamama had talked about a couple times, like we do have our diamond hands program, which we really haven't um, leaned into the diamond hands club, but let's just say we were all at like um decentral or something like that. And there was a bar there and viral would pay for all diamond hands members to get free drinks for the night. So you would scan your merch and basically viral's paying for your drinks all night. So just little things like that. Like we're the, the things that we're tying into what we're doing and what we're creating are, are just going to continue to be exceeded. And we're just really excited for um, to get this off the ground through Genesis and just push forward and just really help bring value and bring people to the cosmos. Very exciting. Where do we follow along with your project? That'd be at a viral rv rv underscore IRL underscore drops. And also, too, our website is going to be launching soon. Discord, that's where all the alphas dropped. Um, we usually have a lot of fun in there. We do games pretty often. We have, if you're interested in a, a white list, we have a couple more left. We're trying not to give out too many with the, as far as the limitedness of the drop. Um, but we do have little uh, white list pop drops. So kind of like um, like you'll have for your sneaker heads or just like for for um just like random little gears where they'll just like open up a shop somewhere in town and they'll just sell a whole bunch of merch we have the kind of thing with the whitelist like we'll just pop a bot just randomly in the uh the discord on a certain day certain time nobody knows you just kind of scrolling through discord you're looking around oh shoot there's a whitelist bot there it might only be running for two or three hours but you interact with it you have a chance of winning a whitelist thank you trendy thank you very helpful information for anyone that's interested in viral Appreciate anything, you that, anything, Clay. anything that we missed uh, or that you guys want to talk about? Anything else? What do you think, Artemis? I think you're getting less I trouble. Think, you're higher uh, up on the totem pole. You want to say something? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's that's the that's pretty pretty much it. I I I really liked the the conversation and I I I took the liberty of noting the ideas because I found them pretty nice. Just, you know, you never know. Like we have this list of every, every interesting thing we, 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 we heard around. Uh, maybe we do it. Maybe we, we won't. I don't know, but at least uh, it's there and you never know. So thank you for, for pitching in. You, you, you guys were, were really helpful on that regard. And thank you for having us. Uh, I, uh, I really like the, the Cosmos spaces. I, I, can, I, I try to tune in as much as I can, as often as I can. Uh, I'm I'm not often able to do the three three hour marathon on the Sundays, <laughs> but uh, I I really appreciate uh, your your work, guys. It's it's awesome. Yeah, we enjoy it. It's fun to get the community together and like just share knowledge, let people know what's going on, what their options are, why we like it. You know, it's fun. 
Are you guys going to Austin, right? I heard correctly. Yeah, we'll all be in Austin, so. That's pretty awesome. I hope uh, we we get to meet you guys. That would be an honor. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll definitely meet up and and uh, get to know each other for sure. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to, to get out there and get away from work because work is getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm just really like excited for meeting just all the people that I've talked to over the internet for the last like six months. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Trendy's gonna be uh staying with us. Ain't that right? Yeah, I don't know why y'all got me sharing a bed with Clay. Hey dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. We're not, you know, not fully loaded or anything. Gotta gotta bunk with somebody. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy place, but it'll be fun. And that was just important about um, an after party for that event. Oh yeah, uh, I just got an email saying I needed to reserve my spot. I was gonna ask y'all about that. I was too, but I think uh, Tr- Tricky just said he got five tickets, so I don't think we have to. But I don't know. What should we do? Um. Yeah, I reserved four spots just in case. So, oh, all right, then I won't reserve it. Is that on the the second day? It's the end of it. Yeah, yeah I think it's on the eighth. Yeah, from six p.m. to two a.m. Holy shit! I'll <laughs> <laughs> be fun. It'll because uh, yeah, my birthday is on the ninth, so. We're going to be partying it up. <laughs> Crypto style. I don't know if I heard correctly, but did somebody say that we get into consensus now for free? Is that true? Mm, I don't, I didn't hear that one, uh, Clay, but I did hear that if you already had a ticket for Decentral, or sorry, not Decentral, um, TerraDap Expo, if you already had a ticket for that, that you could get into Decentral for free. That oh, came right back. Yeah, that came directly from the, the person that's hosting the event at Central. Because the Terra one is canceled now, right? Mm-hmm. Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know if they were going to have Terra 2.0, you know, maybe launch, <laughs> maybe launch the Terra launch 2.0. With yeah. A, yeah, change it to a, from a DAP Expo to a launch party. It's like, hey, do you want to validate for Luna 2.0? <laughs> and right. then imagine like Carlos Montos is there and he's like, Oh, Luna 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be but, like the, yeah, that would run away so fast. <laughs> freaking book it, dude. Would don't stand running. on any rugs. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think I heard that they're going to fork the chain and give an airdrop to all the existing holders of Luna. And then like, it's going to be like basically like a cosmos chain that just has like permissionless cosmosm. Right. So So it's a bit of a cluster in that sense. It's a little different than that. And there's a lot of drama surrounding it a little more than the obvious. Explain it AZ. Cause I don't know what's going on. So from what I understand, and I've seen Timmy harp on this, that like the language matters, that it's not a fork, but a reboot. They're like doing a whole new chain. Um, And they're changing the name. So the current Terra chain, as we know, will be called Terra Classic. 
and then there's this new one coming out and they're doing an airdrop for holders but people are pissed because of like who they're doing the snapshots for they're like people who own ust now get an airdrop and not the people who held it before and they're apparently not counting like osmosis lps in this airdrop even though they're counting it for other things so there's some anger there and i think sunny was kind of talking about that um it really just, I mean, they're the big joke. And for anybody that follows the Operator Social Club, like, um, it's the same as Golden Stake was saying. Like, they're basically just doing Juno, except it sounds like it's starting off a lot more centralized. Yeah, I saw that, like, there's a snapshot for people post-crash and pre-crash. Like, post-crash gets more, of course, but still, like, the fact that someone bought like a million Luna tokens and then put them on chain, they're going to get an airdrop. And that was like, what, three bucks for them. So I wonder how much, like they're going to get 10% of the supply. So it's not like 40%, like the post crash or the pre crash one. But, um, I still think like, is that a lot? I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering, we'll see. I think anybody that pre announces a snapshot is just asking to get sibled or, you know, might not be the most, worthwhile airdrop it's kind of how i feel about Gnot. that's my hot take mm-hmm. when is the snapshot of um the luna one is it already passed i actually have no idea to be honest um i just know there's a lot of drama around it people are angry who's included who's not what this chain is what it isn't uh, maybe they uh, have a different name yeah lots of lots of political movements going on with uh in the within the cosmos pretty crazy well we move on and we look for bigger and better things, you know. Juno. <laughs> Judo. Amir, are you still there? You still with us, bro? Right here, sir. What's up? Hey, so you're a big sneakerhead, huh? Sneakerhead? Yeah, you like sneakers. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been a, I've been a <laughs> sneakerhead ever since I bought. Um, actually, no, my my parents bought me the Jordan Five, uh, in 1980. Uh, 80, what? 87, 88. Yeah, not, not, uh, since '98, I've been loving sneakers ever since. And what's uh, your what's your favorite all time pair? Nah, I cannot tell you that. I cannot. <laughs> they're they're all beautiful. Like uh, some pairs, I, I like the LeBron the LeBron South Beach one. I, that that one is like uh, kind of the rarest one I have. So that one, but there's so many so many pairs that actually the problem is that I, the shoes I don't wear them so much. So I I actually have to take them out and let them breathe a little bit. You know. So, yep. so that hey, what does that look like? Like, do you have to whenever you want a pair of like expensive or rare shoes like that? Do you just have to be able to beat the bots on the website, or do you have to go to a store no. and like camp out? StockX, StockX, or the or the flight store in uh, New York, or the House of House of Hoops in uh, the Foot Locker, the Foot Locker part of House of Hoops, like a, it's a special special place, like Lobby, and um. And as time as time grows, like uh, with the different groups on uh, on uh, Instagram and all that, we can we can get some uh, some resale and and things like that. Actually, there's some. Is, I tell you, there's a lot of lot, lot of similarity with crypto because there's a like a like a secondary and there's like a rare, rarity and all this, you know. So mm-hmm. that's kind of funny like that. Yeah, it's it's hard to hit on the mint if you want to relate it to to NFTs. It's, how do you how how are they distributed then? Are they just to bots or like how does it how does it go down? Just depends. Like certain websites you'll be able to, but like 
Yeah, a lot of them try to get rid of the bots, but they can't obviously do them all. I know like Foot Locker will do like something where you kind of you could kind of check in and you start putting your points towards it to where you could get better chances of, of hitting on something or you can go to the actual store, um, like Amir said, and um, potentially if it's a higher end one or one that gets a lot more traffic, they'll they might have more shoes there that they'll sell to the public. But a lot of the times it's you're kind of like checking in and holding your place. Um, through an app nowadays do you think that like a crypto system i with i, I could ever like fix that problem of verifying that like an individual person got you know how it's like limit one per customer and they just make you know a bunch of bot accounts and uh you know get past that rule like i wonder if crypto or um, could ever like alleviate that problem i've always thought about it that's a good question. I think uh, when you have a smart person working on something, there's a, probably a smarter person looking for a way to get around it. <laughs> Very true. There's always somebody that wants to take a shortcut, you know? Yep. Yeah, Amir, I was just asking you because um, I'm still rocking the new balances with the Velcro strap. I wear these every day to, to work. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've been on uh, Matt B's thing, <laughs> Matt B's uh, website. He 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 is probably going to be a pair of of New Balances, the five seventy four or something like that, because he he has a pair. The, the the pair that he put the meteorite in it, it was a New Balance pair. Oh, all right, cool, cool. Yep, yep. And and the and the sneaker in sneaker world also, there's a lot of pair that people don't know, and it's also different. That's why I I already asked this question on a viral team that um that um, because like um Matt B, he's a he, He's in England, and the style is completely different from uh, sneakers that people wear in uh, in the U.S. or in Tokyo. They have different different shoes that sometimes it's it's uh, best to get over there. So I want to to know if he was going to, like a specific specific is um, going to do a specific um, kind kind of style, you know, like a, But but I think I, I trust I trust this guy. I, I see I think that he put a he did pairs for uh, what's his name the the pop star the pop stars um. um the Irish pop star, he sang the with the uh, Justin Bieber. Um, I don't know this uh, this guy would. Oh, he do a lot of famous song anyway, and uh, and also the, the another famous uh, famous girl. Both of their names are escaping me. I know you're talking about. I'll probably look it up real quick. I think it's like Ariana Grande. Yes, yes, that one, that one, and the guy is famous. <laughs> He's a famous uh, singer. Hey, right? all, my, I don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. This one. This one, my, my daughter. I just threw out a name. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, I, I don't, I don't wear no Velcro shoes, but dude, to be honest, I go for comfort. <laughs> I, I like wearing the Ultra Boost Adidas. Those dude, things yes. are so comfy, bro. Uh, dude, those are the, like, I was having foot problems until somebody was just like, why don't you just try these shoes, dude? And I was like, 180 bucks. That's, that's fine. I swear me, it was dude. me. I swear it was me. Wait, was it trendy? Yeah. Yeah. Let I me think, think so. back. Nah, it was this lady at work, dude, but you might've like reinforced it. Cause I remember talking to you about it. Cause I know you're a sneakerhead. But th- this, it was my manager at work. She looked at, I, she was like, why don't you just wear these? And I was like, hmm. I never, like, I was so stupid back then. I was like, hmm, my feet hurt. I, I never thought to change my shoes from these shitty ass Nikes. <laughs> like, they yeah, were the worst, dude. But They yeah. all have their own, their own, like, 
designs within designs like you have your nikes that are more known for comfort and then you have like your adidas that are more known for comfort like your your ultra boost that i know yeezys used to use the ultra boost technology i forgot what they're using now but it's basically the same damn thing he just changed the name of it um i need to buy me some adidas right now actually go shopping what kind of shoes are going to be the viral ones uh jordans and air force ones oh okay Are, are all the pairs going to be Jordan Air Force One? Because I seen like he, he, on the video, I think he's I seen um, a New Balance and a Vans Vans shoe. Yeah, all the the ones for this particular mint or are going to be Jordan Air Force One. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Air Force Ones are really nice. They're like classic, right? Mm -hmm. They're super super uncomfortable for me. Yeah, but they look nice. They do look nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that. Um, I know the the reason why I like to wear them because I'm like five ten, five eleven ish. When I wear them, I'm six feet. <laughs> they do have an extra boost to them. That's why my son probably wears them every day. <laughs> he loves wearing those. What were you gonna say, Amir? Yeah, the Air Force One. So it's the low one, and the and the dunk, uh, the the Jordans is the dunk dunk, right? The Jordans are going to be the ones. The Air Force are the Jordan uh, ones. They're going to be the mids. And, and the Air Force is the low top, the low top one. Exactly. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, sir. I can't wait until we get one of those like gold chains, like the ones that Supreme had with a little osmosis like beaker thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Give me you guys some ideas here. The Wasmington, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those ones you sent me, Clay, the, the 3D printed ones, they're not as comfortable as the um the Ultra Boost. I have a couple pair of the the four Ds. Um the three D printed soles. Yeah, I've never seen those before. But I'm looking to buy like a new pair for Austin. I was actually looking on the Nike app a little while ago and they have the they just dropped some Nike Hiraches on there. Um, they didn't look too bad. They they haven't sold out yet. They just dropped this morning. Um, they're 120 bucks, and they didn't look bad. That's not bad. I almost, I almost pulled the trigger, but I got my eyes on some viral shoes. Are they are they called the waraches? Like a like a sandal? That, that that's what it means in, in uh, Latin. Warache. Yeah, I always call them harache. How do you like feel about the? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is it like a sandal or, or like what is it like a a sli like a slide? It's a shoe that kind of has like a, a kind of like a slide looking back, like a croc looking back, but it's not really a slide. It's hard to explain. I'll look it up. What do y'all feel about the Nomad ones from Adidas? I got to check them out. Oh, those look cool, man. The Wurache shoes. Dude, they look nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are they comfy? Like the like Ultra Boost comfy? Yeah, I think these are actually made for for design and comfort. And these were the shoes that uh, Matt V first uh, first customized. This was his first pair of shoes, and he said he still wears them today. Like they're some of his favorite shoes. Dang! <clears throat> you said Nomad, Clay. Yeah, it's like they have a bunch of different styles, and then it's the ones that say NMD on the back. Oh yeah. Um, there's a lot of different styles. I just w was wondering how y'all felt about that style versus the Ultra Boost. It's just like oh. a lot thinner. So I feel like like I use those when I go on my bike. 
um, and then power boost or ultra boost, whatever it's called, uh, when I do walking. Or I think those still have the same ultra boost tech. I think the it's just a different design of shoe. I think Pharrell does like some stuff with that. Yeah, that it does, good? but the, it's it's a lot thinner, so it's oh, not yeah, as the, comfortable. The mesh material, yeah. Personally, me, uh, Clay, I, I have both pairs. I didn't even know they were called mm-hmm. Nomad, but I have a black and white Nomad one, and then the Ultra Boost. The Ultra Boost is way better in comfort. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. but I like the other ones for like sporty type stuff, or like if you're gonna like because they just they they're a lot lighter, you know. So for uh, riding my bike, I like to use those Nomads, and then walking the Power Boost or Ultra Boost, <laughs> whatever. I can't believe I'm talking about shoes like this. (laughs) But yeah, that changed my life after I found Ultra Boost. Like, it really did. Because I was walking a lot and it made it so much better. What'd you say, say, AZ? I didn't hear you. I was just saying, since we're talking sneakers and walking, is anybody familiar with uh, with Steppen on Solana? Mm Mm-mm. No, yes. I've actually wanted to like. I love the idea of like uh, move and earn. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I really think that Pokemon Go uh, Niantic is gonna buy as soon as like they figure one. Someone figures out a really easy way to uh, on like get people into that. Like I think that Pokemon Go is gonna want that type of technology to integrate within their game because that's what they're about is like getting people outside the game is like you know dying so they need something to you know bring it back and i think that's something that they could potentially at least try not saying that it would be successful but i think that's the direction they want to go where you know a lot of people whenever they play pokemon go they say man i wish i could just get paid to do this like i don't want to go back to real life and uh like um you know that's kind of a way to do that i don't think they're going to be able to provide like a super amount of uh, money but do you know how much step in right now is currently paying people like per week or per month to, to it's, walk? it's 30 dollars per day uh, approximately it went up to like 60 now now it got down to uh 20 the gst price it went down a lot so it's now it's oh, about 30 dollars. so it's, it's dependent on the, the token price but um you're saying it's about 20 bucks a day no, about thirty. It went down thirty. To a little less than I mean, 30. hey, that's a that's a fucking hot meal, dude. Like, <laughs> shit. I had a friend awesome. who was making. Uh, he was making like two hundred a day. This is Canadian, but that's what he was making like a couple weeks ago off of that, and that's what he was looking at. I mean, it it still feels very like, I mean, classic play to earn problems of just it's only valuable for as long as people want to keep playing. But it, yeah. it is that they have some mechanisms built in that forces people to use their currency. Like the NFT sneaker can be improved using um, GST, and you have to repair the sneaker using GST. And the better sneaker you have gets you more tokens when you run. So, like, there are mechanisms built in. I just wish it wasn't Solana. Yeah. But that's me. I wish it was Cosmos. I wish there was an equivalent over here. Uh, just because I hate all the other blockchains, <laughs> and the, I love uh, IBC too much. But um, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm definitely in agreement with you on that. I wish it was the, a more friendly blockchain. The upfront cost also is kind of steep on stepping because you need to buy the shoe, and there's all those steps. 
before you start kind of earning so i do feel like uh, yeah you make uh, you make some some bucks per day but all that is going toward paying back what you invested first then maintenance of your nft it's in ma maximum uh, like now i don't know how much it is but uh, uh, like a month and a half ago in uh, maximum two weeks it was paid back two weeks yes two weeks one pair and then and then also when you have a uh, two pair you can mint you can make a baby pair also without um with gst and the gmt sounds like axi infinity with running and now they're, they're going to do a partnership uh, they already did a partnership with uh, asics asics uh, you know the shoes and now they're going to do partnership also with either nike and adidas they're looking to to, to see which one is going to do the partnership with Hey, Mir, uh, did you get a chance to bridge over any um, USDC using Axlar to Osmosis? For me? Yeah, you. I'm talking to you, Buster. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. No, no, I didn't, I did not have the, the time to do, to do this thing. Not, not yet. Okay. Just wondering. I wonder how expensive the gas fees are to do that. That kind of stuff. The, Last the time I checked, it was 20 bucks. 20 for yeah no it's not too <laughs> i i say it's not too bad but in cosmos that's that's horrible no that's that's horrible yeah it's 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 a lot it's not too bad if if you're you're in eth it's like wow this is so cheap but for cosmos it's uh yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's cheap fee what is that on yeah it's a, yeah oh, using the axlar lot. bridge i see yeah, that's horrible. What it's makes like Solana so like attractive to projects? Because that's a lot of the things that I've been hearing as well. As far as like um, with Luna, um, like projects wanting to go to Solana is just because the 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 value of NFTs over there. Like, what makes Solana so great is compared well, to staying in IBC. They have infinite VC money because it's FTX that is behind mm -hmm. the whole thing and and sam and all the like the the first like radium oxygen or whatever it's called all the first projects were totally like vc backed like very very heavily skewed toward vc money uh, and there's just like infinite resources thrown the way of developers and teams to to work in there so it's more attractive than uh how, how cosmos is working toward uh uh, being a community focused so like the grants it's not the same grant uh, the, the the money that people get for building isn't the same even like uh, like in solana it costs to validate it costs around 200 dollars per day uh because of the auction system and that's all paid by uh the chain in the form of delegations and grants and stuff like that there's a lot of inner systems that are weird but it's all infinite money thrown it, that's my vision obviously but that's how i feel about it it's just infinite money thrown the way of projects to emphasize them to uh to build there i think it's a big narrative thing i agree with artemis completely but i think there's also a big narrative like there's a lot of money which means that people believe they're going to last and then if it stops failing at peak capacity they're supposed to be running faster <clears throat> excuse me more tps than even like visa they're supposed to have they're supposed to be theoretically like the fastest blockchain without comparison if everything were to ever work but it doesn't yeah it's it's it, it can 
it's 10,000 per, per uh, is it per second and it can go to 50,000 but when they say it can go it's it's yeah it can go if everybody upgrades its um its uh, hardware in a certain way and opens certain very uh, dubious parameters in their in their infra to put it at 50,000 so the 50,000 is a theory but yeah it's it is still like the proof of history thing is still the the fastest uh, technology there is but they they have the problem of not being decentralized and having a lot of uh, infrastructure problems and it's it's very expensive to 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 run solana also uh there's drawbacks obviously do you know anybody that's um uh running a validator on solana yeah i know i know i know i know a lot of people i i i i myself uh were was um exploring it too just because of uh uh the the tech and uh like i said the, the proof of history thing is kind of interesting and stuff uh it, the consensus of everybody that i talked to uh if you don't get foundation delegation it's uh it's a 30 to 40000 per year cost that you it's really hard to recoup unless you you are very popular and you have a huge following uh but basically everybody that's run it that i know makes his money out of what the foundation delegates to them uh, okay. super centralized in that the tech required to run a validator is like supremely expensive. And so like, you can't just be Joe Schmo running it off a Raspberry Pi and that super centralizes the network. There's that, but there's also the fact that uh, to vote, you need to spend Solana and uh, it's around one to two Solana per, per day just to vote on consensus. So when Solana is $200, that's $400 per day that you just spend to, to be a validator. Are you kidding? No, like look it up. <laughs> it's Holy crazy. Sh- yeah, Solana got up to like one eighty or two hundred, right? I like really I, I had some much. some friends that were trying the experiment and were crying. They were like, "It cost me like two hundred dollars a day just to run my validator." That's nuts. Imagine, just imagine the amount of governance proposals on Solana that we see in Cosmos, dude. You go broke. That's why they have this uh, pro- program where if you are vetted, uh, meaning that uh, you are using uh, Solana approved uh, hardware and uh, you are, uh, they have these parameters and, and things that you need the hoops to jump while and stuff. They give you enough money to make out uh, enough profit to pay the one Solana fee per day. So they do that for you. But the problem is in order to get the delegation you need to prove that you can run the solana hardware and validate successfully so basically you are you are paying for yourself for uh, the first 6 months in order to get there so everybody that's right now on solana it's like og people that were doing that when solana was $4 so it's it's alright to pay $4 a day to to wait your delegation but now that Solana, I, I I don't know the price right now. Maybe it's it's affordable, but uh, last time I checked, it was something like eighty or ninety dollars. And personally, I'm not ready to pay ninety dollars per day for the next six months to hope 
to make it because if you don't make it, it's a straight L anyway. That's insane. Yeah, Solana's all time high was like two hundred and fifty nine bucks. That's what Michael Michael was just uh, messaging me. <clears throat> That's insane, man. Imagine having to spend a soul or two just for a proposal. How's that, how's that going to work in the future if it ever gets it, even It's higher? not a proposal. It's daily. It's because they have this system where um, to get you get in line and there's an auction that happens to validate blocks and you need to pay to get there or something like that. I, it, it's been a long time since I read it, but there's this system where you need to pay to get to validate blocks. And if you don't pay, then like you can't validate and your validator doesn't earn fees and stuff there, there's a obviously like i'm i'm over it's an oversimplification but there's a system where you bet or there's an auction or something and when you add the fees it's around one salon and it can be even more when there's a high traffic and stuff like that so uh it, 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 like anybody that i talk to it they tell me don't even try right now it's current prices it's not even something that anybody can uh, can uh, can start doing Whoa, dude! There's like seventeen hundred. There's seventeen hundred validators on this chain. Yeah, that's why they have the the auction things, so everybody can like uh, participate. Holy! Go ahead, Easy. Sorry, sorry, Easy. Oh no, that's cool. I was just I was just shitting on the chain. I was just saying, like outside of Radium, like name one Solana project, really, and even on Radium, like it's really hard to read because um, I saw in the in the Osmosis post where they're trying to figure out the bridge. Like, go to Radium right now. And look up their pools and it's like watching somebody buy a bowl of alphabets and then trying to like just create cryptos out of it there's like a hunt they're all just random acronyms no but nothing's understandable because they're all just bridged assets what what chain is the radium like dex on solana oh, okay so like, if you just go to their page right now and look at their pools there's like 50 different kinds of soul all bridged from different chains nothing's clear none of it makes sense it's super like not friendly Yes, but, but but all this, all this it means that the Solana bridge with with different chains. So so it's not it's not so, so this is not such a bad point also. But also that the, the blockchain the Solana is still in beta, so it, it, it will probably evolve or to to something better. You know? I personally feel like being in beta for so long is just a way of getting around or a way of like saying that you can have bugs and that's fine. Like Fortnite still technically in beta. Like like. <laughs> Oh, what did you want me to check out, AZ? I'm here on the decks. It looks kind of... Just know. look at the pools. Just just, just like open up the pool section and just look. Okay. And it's just like, it's alphabet soup. <laughs> there's there's wow. also something interesting with the Solana is that the Solana is on a broken sea, like how he calls it, a cosmos host. It's on broken sea also now Solana. So that's quite interesting also for Solana. USDH, USDC, Cope, J Sol. <laughs> What the shit? What's oh my goodness, dude? Oh my goodness. ST Soul BTC. There's yeah. This is crazy. AZ. I'd be so confused to scroll into this. It's so yeah, tricky. You, I also, I think inflation is like eight percent. So stacking isn't the hottest game in town when Solana is is involved. Mm-mm. You would think if you hovered over it, it would at least tell you what what these tokens are. Right. It's crazy. I bet you we're all looking at this deck right now. We're about to we're about to crash it. Three people are looking at it at one time. 
<laughs> I think it's just kind of oh, they're all bridged assets, right? It's like Axel ETH or you know um, Grav ETH. I think that's kind of the idea, and it's more it'd be better if you actually used it. But it's, there's just so many bridged assets, and that was a point that they were making in the like the bridge wars of osmosis. They were like, we don't want to do this too many times because of this, and they actually like showed this dex for this reason. Mm-hmm. I looked at I look up the token SOL where you do a swap and there's this like a huge list of different souls. J soul, I soul, M soul, D soul, E soul. What the heck, dude? P soul. Yeah, there's a lot, dude. Right? Well, Luna, Luna kind of was like that also with the B Luna, the Y Luna, the you know, it had, you had to get your, your head around it. But then when you once you find out, it's not it's not so complicated at all. Yeah, the B spot, you got the, the S spot. <laughs> yeah, good the good old days, right, Clay? When we used to claim I rewards. Think the, <laughs> I think the vision behind so the original vision behind Solana was to create like a. A very ultra fast dex with serum and then like just be a, a trading hyper trading chain i think that's that's how it started because the i i forgot how they call it like the open double whatever market serum thingy but then it just like didn't uh, take and they they developed like uh, other projects and stuff like that I'm I'm still looking through the uh, Solana Explorer on the validator side of things, and there's tons and tons and tons of validators that are offline. Like, man, why don't they just get rid of all that junk, clear it up a little bit? It's nuts. Man, Gaines, you stress the hell out of that wheel on your mouse, dude. Yeah, you hear it? You hear it? <laughs> You're over there just <laughs> zipping through those pages. like. He's <laughs> crawling for seventeen thousand validators, man. <laughs> dude, exactly. There's that many validators. It's, it's insane, dude. Page three. Why is there a Artemis secret validator on here? I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> I, I'm looking for a sponsor actually to pay me two Solana a day to to do it. So if <laughs> if you're interested, <laughs> you're a validator too, Artemis, you, right? For uh, the Cosmos chains, uh, what's that? You're validating on Cosmos chains, right? You got your own validator set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love validating Cosmos. It's so fun. Just like gets you into working with nice people, and it's fun. It's it's easy. It's not like it's just the enough technical slash geek side and enough then community side. It's it's the the right balance. I'm I feel at home when I'm doing it. I don't feel like branching out to Solana or other systems just because of the community aspect that that comes with the the, the validator role. I, I I really enjoy it. And in other chains, validator is usually more uh, more anonymous, more uh, unknown. Like in Polkadot or in in, in Solana, where you have like thousands and thousands, or in Mina or in Eron or whatever. Harmony is the same. There's like thousands of validators. Uh, it's not the same that when you have a 100 sets where you really get to know the validators and the validators get to know the, the community. Obviously, mm-hmm. it have drawbacks, you know, uh, in terms of decentralization and, uh, and stuff, but it's, it's also nice. 
you run a hardware validator, right? What a hardware validator? Yeah, like a full metal. Yeah, yeah, bare metal. Yeah, 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 bare metal, full metal, yeah. full metal job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just full metal validator. <laughs> how's how's your experience that's a been? Cool with, name. <laughs> how's your experience been with the validate on the secret chain? It, it, it's like witchcraft. It's not validating. It, it's really like <laughs> if 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 it's so moody. Like once, like I have no problem spinning up a node in any chain. But when I it comes to secrets, uh, it, it, it's each time a new experience. But it's not so bad because once you went through all the hoops you start knowing what's going on even if you don't have especially like a, a good explanation for it you you kind of uh, of get it at some point it's like you know your car uh, you've been driving it for 10 years and sometimes it needs like a, a little kick here or uh, <laughs> just like uh, pump the brakes and it will work or something like that that's how i feel yeah. about secrets <laughs> Do you want to tell them about your your y'all's group that you have um, gains? Sure, Might yeah, be we're official. Um, we're part of the Bare Metal Alliance. Um, basically, basically validators that have uh, bare metal um, validators, and um, I'm not sure if you have you know all of your validators on bare metal, but if you're interested in joining, it'd be something cool for you, our team is. Um, yeah, Jacob, for sure. Jacob, Jacob's basically the leader of that. <clears throat> he started that group. A lot of cool stuff happens in that group chat. Yeah, I'll, uh, I reach out to Jacob. I actually talk to him from time to time. But yeah, I'll, all my validators are bare metal. And I also like, uh, I don't run them vir virtualized. So it's really like one validator, one machine. Then I, I, I virtualize like the rest, like all the nodes, backups, whatever. But as far as validators go, I'm I'm really like trying to 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 put in like best best in class practices. That's why, like, if if you go right now into secret, uh, even though like there are fragmentation in the set and some some problems, like my validation is always like at top two or top three on on uptime. Like I miss way less blocks while being like the the last kids on the block, uh, and I feel it's basically just because I'm I'm pushing like all the all the configs and all the the things uh, the best way I I know or I can. I'm definitely not better than. And the others are more uh, resource on, on 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 stuff. It's just like I, I like it when I do something. I, I like to do it right, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and I've and, and I've heard secret is one of those things that is it's pretty pretty difficult at, at times, especially with the type of like hardware you need. Uh, like I remember when I started validating, I was like literally, you know, like I'm not a technical guy, RLL, nothing like just like normal dude and i started learning about it and i was reading that secret is like the hardest and i was like well let's try with this one then <laughs> because if you can do it on this one you can do it on the others that's basically was my 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 way of thinking when i started validating i don't know if you've seen i don't know if you've met natego down below our team is, but um she's also her and her husband also have a whole bunch of validators in the cosmos ecosystem no, I'm I'm pretty new to the to the to the scene. To be honest, I started um, in March, and we're in May, so I'm like really like the new kid on the block, literally. So uh, I'm still like uh, just still learning and still like doing my my uh, 
paying my dues and, and, and trying to, to figure out stuff and branching to chains one at a time. Oh yeah, definitely follow, um, Natego and her husband, um, her husband, he's up here Zen, Zen Chain Labs. What's up Zen Chain Labs? Hey, hi, how's it going? Uh, great chat this evening. Um, absolutely amazing work. Um, I'm so keen on the, the NFTs and the trainers and the socks. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> I'm looking out for that. So hopefully, I'll get uh, try and get a pair of socks. Who knows? I might have one of the 25 trainers there. Right, uh, Tim. It's nice to meet you. Um, so uh, um, Netego and I, uh, we we are found co-founders of Zenchain Labs. We validate on about 10 Cosmos um, blockchains. And I did see you join. I think you joined Sif Chain as a validator recently. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I saw you when you jumped, and I think you were once when you joined, you were one step under us, and then all of a sudden you shot up like five or ten steps ahead. I thought, what's what magic is this man doing? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like it's just Twitter magic. Like I'm, yeah. I'm lucky to have like nice friends and nice community, and people <laughs> love to help. I, I basically just go on Twitter and say, hey guys, I, I just spawned this validator, come help. Uh, and like I take it and I just take like two, 20 spots. I don't, yeah, know, like, my, I, I don't even believe it myself. I noticed that, I noticed that. Yeah, it's a great community, right? Um, you you know, when you when you speak up, um, I mean, Cosmos Spaces, they were great in helping us out as well at that point, incidentally. Yeah, so it's a great community. And, um, you know, regardless of what's happening with SifChain, um, it's, it's a great, there's a great chain to validate for wonderful community. and. Um, great future i just don't like like the 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 pace of the the updates even though it's automatic yeah. I, I always stress out it's pretty they, quick. like they're updating all the time it's pretty quick and they, yeah. <laughs> they update like at 3 a.m yeah. so like i i lose i lose a lot of sleep because of shift yeah, the next one is actually <laughs> um scheduled for the 24th at 2 a.m well 2 a.m my time um, um mountain time so yeah it's pretty and it's quite frequent as well and you know, with Zenchain Labs, we we you know we're one of those people who we 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 opt for mostly manual. Uh, we've been burned several times with Cosmovisor, so I don't know. It's it's hugely popular, but um, I'd rather do everything I can to stay up and make sure that I I make that um, update upgrade um, appointment uh, than just having something go wrong with Cosmovisor and having to spend another two or three hours fixing stuff. Yeah, I'm 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 running like a Cosmovisor on on a node, and I'm running one without, and I just do like both. I do manual and automatic, yeah. and like <laughs> I I I I cross fingers that both like cross the line, and if one doesn't cross the line, so I have the other as a yeah, backup. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So and and you know, there's so multiple tricks. I mean, we 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 have um, for most of the chains we validate on, we have uh, multiple um, backups, and so and sometimes we run some of them as um, RPC servers, right? But uh, it, it's it's a very simple thing to quickly block all the the ports that we expose when they are acting as RPC servers, and then if we have to, just use them temporarily as backups, right? Uh, so that that's always a good thing because we 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 use these for um, I don't know if you know we also have our Zen Zenscan um, explorers so we provide explorers to the community for about eight uh, eight projects as well and um, so we can always convert one of these straight away if we have problems but yeah Cosmovisor we've been burnt a few times and so we just tend to go manual we do everything we can to stay up uh, whatever time it might be and and make the upgrades. 
I, I trust more Cosmovisor than myself doing an upgrade <laughs> at 3 a.m., to be honest. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I can understand that, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, with a, with a chain like Steve Chain with the frequent upgrades, that, that makes a lot more sense than using it in, in some other chains as well. But secrets, like, uh, there's no Cosmovisor. Like, I'm not getting close to, to secret network with Cosmovisor just because of uh, uh, SGX and uh, the specificities of the yeah. chain. It's a very from what you've, different <laughs> From what you described, something as complex as that, I'd rather just do everything manually, to be honest with you, and not trust it yeah. to any other be- Because there's also, um, it relies a lot on uh, sec- security and private verification from the from secret labs and from the 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 way the the, the architecture of the blockchain is working so some yeah. if 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 you, uh, the the main nodes are down sometimes so you can even like spin a node because your node needs to be validated before and auto authenticated before it it runs yeah. and if it's not automatic it starts being very very gasol it's it's really like a I I uh, well SG one just like left the chain because it was too hard. So when a when a very big and experienced oh, yeah. validator like <laughs> ups and leaves because it's too complicated, yeah. it yeah. gives you like time of day for for how complex it is. Mm-hmm. So so what, well, let me ask you, do you, and you don't have to answer this, but um, do you have a certain um, sort of bullet point list? How do you how do you pick what chain you want to validate for? I'm 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 totally like uh, uh, how it's called. You just follow your gut. emotional person. Like I, I like it, I do it. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> there's nothing more. There's no like a, definitely nothing uh, no complicated about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're we're a bit the same. We we do take a look at the projects and um, you know um, kind of I, I, I like the whole idea of um, supporting new projects that have a lot of potential and um, but like you say, mostly there's really no science to it at the end of the day. Will you be like, Will you be at um, Decentral? Yeah, I, actually, like the first time I learned about you guys is is when I saw your uh, your uh, Decentral oh. banner <laughs> with with Zen Scan on top of it, and I was like, yeah, yeah that's cool. I'm I'm gonna be yeah. able to meet these guys. Yeah, and that happened like this afternoon. Excellent. Oh, so yeah, Twitter works. Absolutely works. Yeah, it that does work. Great. <laughs> yeah, Nutego and I will be there. We really look forward to seeing meeting you and the whole Cosmos Spaces team and your your, your crew as well. And uh, anyone else who's going to be there? Exciting oh, yeah. times. Yeah. Trendy will be there. Clay will be there. The Cosmos Spaces team will be there. Um, not sure so people in the crowd. Oh, Michael will be there. He won one of those Decentral oh. tickets, so he'll be there. AZ, are you going to be there? Uh, no, man, I'm in Canada. That sounds a bit of a trick. <laughs> oh, I'm in Canada, too. What's uh, this? Really? I'm hoping guys... my flight. Well, I'm in Canada, too. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> we Dude, I'm like taking three flights. It's 14 hours. With yeah, the... <laughs> that's what we found as well. Correct. Yeah, Road trip. It's, Road it's, trip. It's worth it. Canada, too. You might be on the same flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the rest of Canada. You understand my play with the Canadian dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, well, I get that terrible currency. What is the no, Canadian no, dollar worth not. right now on USD? It's worth nothing. It's basically Luna, bro. I prefer my Canada dollars to Luna right now. <laughs> one USDC is one twenty nine Canadian. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, what ain't that bad? It's like yeah. unpack the USDC on bad days. 
You know what, Artemis, we, we, we need to bring some some conference to Canada soon. We need something. It doesn't matter where it is, but somewhere in Canada, we need to work at some point. Not now, sometime later, hopefully. And no, maybe, you need to work now to get the best prices and then well, you're right, do though. it during bull market. But you need bear market prices of organization and bull market oh. excitement. That's how you do it. That's Where how would you guys it. do it if it was one badass place in Canada? Because I've never been to Canada. Toronto. No. Toronto's fun. Calgary. Think oh, about Calgary. that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Calgary. Calgary yeah. is not better. Yeah. And you can take a trip to the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, and have you have a great time. Oh, that sounds nice. I'm, yeah. I like I like the outdoors. I like adventures. So does anybody yeah. watch uh, most expensive is? It's one crazy shop where they show you the most expensive thing you could possibly find. And incidentally, the there's a bottle of air you can pay lots of money for, and the air is from Banff next door to us. So yeah, it's very it's funny. Just, it's high in the mountains, and it's crazy, but yeah, it's on sale. I don't know how much it is for, but... What are you guys doing validating? Why don't you just start on air? <laughs> no. Come on. Uh, no. like the, more, the more tangible <laughs> ideas, right? So, <laughs> But Banff is, is beautiful, but the problem is it's so expensive. Like when I'm I'm from Quebec, and when I'm planning like vacations, I'm like, I would like to go to Lake Louise or Banff or something like yeah. that. And I take prices, and it's cheaper to go to Australia than to go to Banff <laughs> in the same yeah. country. Well, yeah, you find that's the same correct. thing everywhere. Absolutely I find the true. same thing about Toronto. I find it's cheaper so to go true. to UK or Europe than to go to Toronto from Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, this nice trip to Paris for two weeks is like X <laughs> number of dollars. And if I t- take my car and drive, 20 hours to go to Banff. <laughs> I can't afford the hotel there and the food. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to meeting meeting up with you guys and having a good chat. It'll be fun. It'll be tons of fun. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you were here earlier, but um, we mentioned there's like gonna there's gonna be like an after party. Um, yeah, I did hear Wednesday. that. I wasn't sure what to say about that. You know, I'm not going alone, so I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, let's, let's leave that aside. But yeah. Sorry, yeah. what has not going along got to do with after party? All right. <laughs> she didn't hear that. Okay. I heard well, everything. I was right here. Oh, all right. So, so this is what you're going to do, Natego. You're going to leave him at home. You're going to yeah. party with us. Exactly. That's the way it goes. Oh, yeah. is that right? <laughs> yeah. You can stay at home and watch television. Okay. I, I've got some validating to do. That might be yeah, you can do the updates while, while we're exactly. at the after party. <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. I didn't get any email, so probably like they are like, no, Artemis can't come. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't get one either. I'm, I don't know who's giving those out, but uh, I'll send you. Thanks. I'll send you a link because uh, Tricky shared the link with us, and maybe yeah. from there you can uh, request the, the free ticket. It's a free ticket, so okay, yeah. But anyway, I did want to let you guys know we're gonna have a little, a little mini booth up there at Decentral. Um, oh, that's just cool. like a six by six. Six by six booth, or uh, I guess I don't know spot, whatever you want to call it. So nice. just look up, look out for us over there. No, just call it the Cool great. Kids Club. Yeah, yeah that would be great. <laughs> that's nice. And and you know we did think about that, and so maybe not this time, but at some point soon, um, maybe next year. Who knows? We we might we might set up a small booth and you know get some things going with some free merchandise, and we'll be able to talk about what we do, and um, yeah, have fun while doing it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, it's a cool thing that's um, 
Decentral is ending up being uh, this uh, big Cosmos event because um, we don't have many of those except Cosmoverse. And having yeah. a, an event where, while it's not specifically a Cosmos event, a lot of Cosmos projects end up being there is, is actually like very nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about Cosmoverse? Are you, are you planning to be there? I don't know. I don't, like, uh, I'm, I'm not hyped about the, the, the venue. Like, uh, I was like the first, like, and they may be like, this is like just ignorance of my part. But the first thing I thought, I told my, my girlfriend when I saw that is like, mm, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like my kidneys, you know, like I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you're not the like only scared one of getting kidnapped or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Cryptocito is sure it's not like that. He's done a lot of good work trying to, you know, make sure that uh, people have a good impression of the place, right? So, it definitely sure looks like a, a nice, a nice, fun place. That's for sure. Tons of stuff to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've never been outside the country that far away, so it's going to be my first time. Wish oh, everybody nice. luck. <laughs> be <Good> ready. Luck. <laughs> be ready. <laughs> no, but I've I've been talking to some of the uh, people from. Um, the Terra side of the world that are going to Austin, Texas. And uh, they just keep telling me, hey, get, get your liver ready. I'm like, dude, what? why do I got to get my liver ready, man? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, It's going to get crazy. I did like the, I read the AMA and uh, for Canadians, it's very funny because the first question is, can I bring my gun to the event? <laughs> and we don't have that kind of AMAs, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh. He reached out to me very concerned. <laughs> He's like, what am I getting into? Yeah, but Cosmoverse is big. Actually, we 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 stepped into the whole the validation arena after um Cosmoverse in I think it was September last year. You know, that was um, just at, right after that that um conference was when we set up our first node. It was a Desmos node. And um we've not looked back since then. So it's probably going to be fun. We likely won't be there, but uh, I'm sure it'll be fun and educative as well. So do you, is that still going? What's happening with Desmos? Oh, Desmos is pretty quiet now. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys understand the the whole the, the idea is um, you know social identity and being able to 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 own your I guess your identity and and not have it been marketed by the you know what we are, what we refer to these days as big tech. Um, I know that development is consistently go, is going on um, at a frequent pace as well. But um, it uh, I, I, because I validate on it and I believe in in, in the project. As I'd say, there, there's still people might say it's a bit slow the development, but um, I think is they're just taking their time to come out with a with a much tighter much better product but um yeah there's been a lot of uh, the, the the price is not done as well as people have predicted but i think that on, on the whole the biggest um thing that has kind of affected the the project was um which you guess the airdrop that that they started i mean for months and months um they were struggling to get that the airdrop system right especially um with um kepler sorry ledger ledger users right so i mean a few other projects have had that problems but theirs was kind of prolonged so that that has put off put off a lot of uh people i think uh but you know it'll slowly get back and um get back on track what's uh the difference between desmos and uh check because i feel like it's it's the yeah. same value proposition. 
It is, but you see, if, as a matter of fact, that's a great question. So, and that's the well, I, I didn't know Czech. I, by the way, we did validate for about two weeks in Czech and then uh, kind of uh, pulled out of that. But, well, I think Czech is going. So, uh, Atom, as you might be familiar with the whole IDD, you know, sorry, DID idea, the whole digital identity, um, as opposed to, I, so when when you when when we talk about digital identity, it you could do it the the, the main way. There's a web. There's a standard actually. Uh, it's called it's a DID standard. If I have some, I'll, I'll try and get some links and send out later on. But it's more. It's this standard where there's a much stronger application of cryptography, right? Um, um, to to owning your identity. As opposed to, and I, I don't think that's the approach that Desmos is taking. They're taking a slightly different different approach. Um, it's, it's still blockchain based, but um, um, projects like Iotex, uh, this these are not Cosmos projects. Projects like Iotex, uh, especially Iotex, they're they. I think you should look that up. They are very strong in that, and and I think um, the other project is called Sovereign. They do a different. It's much tightly wrapped up in there's a much deeper uh, cryptography application as opposed to what i think desmos is trying to do so check d is is use is um is not is not, it, it's not it's more cryptographically i think it's more scientific in its approach towards that uh, sovereign identity owning your identity and having it stamped on the blockchain so at the end of the day it's a bit like an nft if you like you know this whole uh, idea that your your details about you certain details right are all encrypted and hashed and you at any point in time you can choose what so if you have if you take make it very simple and say you have your name your last name your address just those three things and your email address make it four you can choose to give uh, vendor a just your email address you could choose to give vendor B just your first name and last name. So you're at any point in time, you're in total control. That's the more um I guess the pure I feel like the purer uh, approach to the whole DID digital identity thing. I think that's quite different. To I'm not. I don't understand exactly what Desmos is doing, but is not is not is not that type of a digital identity. They're tying this more to, um, you know. I don't want to say. I don't want to go and say I know exactly what they're doing. But you know, you have this ability of owning, say, your Twitter handle, but you can, or you have one central central social identity that you can use on. Ultimately, when 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 everything works as they want in any or any social uh, social media, however, you still have the ability to to create your own social network, brand new, not Twitter or anything like that. You can build. You, you have the ability to create your own social network on the blockchain as well. I, I do think that there's still a lot of marketing that um, the Desmos um, project needs to do to get their word out uh, to a lot more people. Yeah, I thought Desmos was coming out to be a sort of decentralized social media more so than a, than a DID. Well, tied to, to um, social identity, that's key to the whole thing, right? The whole idea that um, you own your identity and you own your data. You see, you, 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 the, one, of the, one of the big things is, you know, this whole idea where you mentioned the word uh, insurance um, um, beside your iPhone at some point, and the next thing you see 50 ads up about insurance and, and on your Facebook media and all that, right? So, you know, those kind of things, you don't really control or, or people take, people take uh, you belong to one me one medium and you've entered your, your telephone number and it's being used by, because the owner of that medium owns another type of medium, they're using, it, using your data uh, and selling that on to, uh, advertisers, right? So that hopefully will not happen in, with Desmos. That's one of the main things that they're that they're 
you know. Well, I think it's 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 even the contrary. Like I think we we want that to happen, but to happen in a way that protects your data. Just for example, like, uh, and this is tied like to my my real life work. Uh, let's say you you have a, a hospital file about your health and insurance companies and uh, pharmaceutical labs and uh, uh, pharmaceutical like uh, Pfizer and stuff, they want to buy your, your private health information to profit or develop vaccines or whatever. Yeah. And currently, like it's done in a non-ethical way when it's done. And it's not done by certain parties for ethical reasons. But if we were to have our medical file in a blockchain, instead of having like, hey, uh, John Doe, A positive, have allergy to peanuts, and here's, here's his history, you get these uh, parts of his file that are all like uh, jumbled up with other parts of files of people. And you can't link the name of the person with the, uh, yeah, with the with blood the type with mm. the data. So all you have, to, like there's this one master key that is the property of the owner of the file. And he can decide what to do with all his data and nobody can put the data together. So it's also easier to to do like trials or sell medical data because you're only selling the, the condition. You're not selling the identity of the person that have that condition. And that really like opens up a whole lot of possibilities in, in data management. And it's the same for your social profile or your anything, your banking history, like your credit, like you can give to somebody what your credit is, but that somebody doesn't have any idea of your name your address, where you come from. But right now, if they check your credit, they check everything. They, they know like literally like whatever you bought last year. And uh, that, that's, that's what I like about it is the fact that you can like protect and use your data as you like. And if you want to give all the info, that's your problem. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes a lot of sense too. Um, but the, 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 on top of that, you want to be able to control it though, because, you know, in that, in that as long as you have that control over that, in that scenario, example you gave about the, the, the medical, uh, the hospital, for example, it, you know, if as long as the, the, the hospital body, for example, does not choose to say, okay, you take everything. We don't care if this belongs to Mr. A or Mr. B. That that the DID part of it should a key a key tri, uh, leg of the tripod or whatever it is is that you have the ability to say, I want to share this part of my of all the parameters or properties of my identity. I don't want to share that part. Whichever one you do, it must come from you. That whole third party thing of uh, a big tech company being able to sell bits of data that may or may not point back at you, that that can be completely taken. Out. Good talks, good talks, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I bring up a controversial topic? I'm curious on people's thoughts on the uh the no land airdrop and like the method by which it's been kind of forced on the community. Yeah, that's uh yeah. that's a controversial one, isn't it? I mean airdrops are so simple and people are increasingly trying to find these new ways to make them so complex and alienate people and and choose and pick and like it's so simple just like airdrop to two or three chains or or to the community you like or the, to the user you cater and and that's it i don't i don't understand all the the hassle these new projects are doing and then 
it's just too much i feel no i agree with you and the thing is you know i'm afraid that the um the airdrops have become i think we're all taking them for granted now and so the whoever's giving them out now is beginning to have you know this control this power this you know before it was just give out these things to whoever you like it's free money isn't it right and we will all be very glad i'll be very glad to receive anything from anywhere at any point in time but um it's beginning to be like um yeah it's it's this it it gives this new project so whether the all the new projects give a certain gives them a certain kind of control so they can say well if you if you if you don't do this you don't get this 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 airdrop right and then you go do something that you might you know but that might even go against your very your principles even just because you want the airdrops speaking for myself i i really lost a lot of respect for jaquan when he did that in my opinion, I um I know nothing about no land and you know what? Like you could you're allowed to have your personal vendettas against your former co-workers, but I just personally don't have respect for bribing an entire community of people to get a vote you want. That's just the way I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes both ways. At the end of the day, <clears throat> yeah, right. We I'll we'll I'll be more than happy to take whatever I get, but at the same time, the Whoever's giving it out should have the right to give it out to whoever they want to give it out to. Um, you know, the point is, you know, nobody, people, you can't be a winner at the end of the day because take a look at the Nolan one now, right? So we had a date, I think it was Snapshot Day was today, right? So, well, everybody amassed some, some Adam and, well, they're going to take it out and sell them now they've got the, got the Snapshot, isn't it? So you also get the airdrops. Right. Like I, I voted yes out of principle, but like, yeah. and I agree with you, you're allowed to do what you want with your airdrop. But I mean, at that point, you're, you're affecting governance. How are you any different than Takumi, the, the Juno guy? Right. Because yeah. one, one of the props he put out was like, what if I just give half of my, you know, game to Juno to the community and then you'll leave me alone? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, and you raise a good point too. The whole, um, you know, attaching all of this to governance and basically a threat at the end of the day, right? There we go. Az, Az, can I ask you a question? What's a, for me personally, I don't see the such a big deal that that uh, Takumi he he gamed he gamed the airdrop. For me, I I think I, kudos to him, you know. So so he gamed it so good for him and and. Props and and uh, I game I game also the most airdrop <laughs> I can I, I I have five different wallets and I game so I don't see what's basically what, the what, problem. Do we truly know it was gamed? Like I'm I'm sorry guys, but like do we truly truly no, know? No, but that's a great I hate, question. I hate to talk about it all over. No, again, it wasn't gamed. Really, it wasn't gamed. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. My, my my vision is Juno was sailing straight away. Everything was fine. Price only up. Everybody's happy. And for some reason, they just decided to put everything to the garbage can yeah. with that proposal. It's it's like that when when I saw that, it's just the that's why you can't have nice things in crypto. It's basically that when we it's like the the atom hub cosmos hub name. When everything goes fine, we we try to find ways to to just like create empty drama. And for like I understand <laughs> exactly. the the thing, but I I feel like. It's it's just like rehashed. There was a proposal like months ago, 
it was already buried. We just like take it away again for a spin. <laughs> and maybe like in six months, we would still take it away for a spin again. I don't know. It's yeah. just, it, it's something that always happens with these projects where I don't know if it's somebody that wants a nice entry price. <laughs> I don't know what happens in the back channels of that stuff, but it's definitely fishy, honestly. Yeah. There has to be some drama at any point in time. Yeah. I think the Juno whale saga is really interesting. There's a lot of interesting debate to be had and not to argue right or wrong on either side. But here's as far as we know, is that the airdrop was not game. It was a guy who had, I mean, the question is really is, I think that they shouldn't have been included because they're technically an exchange, which were supposed to be excluded from the airdrop. But I don't think they intentionally made 50 wallets worth of Adam to steal the Juno. And that raises more questions, right? Because now you get the question, you get into the ethics of, of crypto, where this was a company that would take Atom and they'd give their clients essentially like an IOU's worth of Atom, almost like an exchange. Like here is a voucher worth 10 Atom that you now have that you have, you know, you ownership of, quote unquote. But then what they were doing is they were taking that Atom and then claiming all the airdrops and not giving them to their clients to whom the Atom was supposed to belong. And then they consolidated all that Juno when as an exchange, they technically or should not have been included in the airdrop, right? And I mean, even from a governance perspective, they owned, what was it, like 8% of the entire Juno supply at Genesis, right? Like there's a lot of questions that could be said or done there. Um, I'm not saying there's right or wrong. I'm saying there is an interesting debate to be had. Um, but I do agree, it did really do a number on the community. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. I mean, there are a lot more questions that it raises than, than than the number of questions it answered, actually. So, for example, you know, it goes all the way back to that core fundamental question. You know, you know, when we when we started learning about blockchain, one of the key elements was this whole immutability uh, element, right? You know, it's it's if you in fact, I, I was taught that if there is um, whatever it is you're storing in a blockchain, if there's a mistake, say you're you're storing some data and it's wrong data, well, guess what? You can't take it out of the blockchain. You're going to do whatever it is you did before and get a new transaction in. And so this whole so it it actually questions all of that. So this ability um, of this ability to 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 rollback or even if it's not a real rollback as you know a, a, you know a chain but you know it's happened it's happened but what what rights what permission what why should you change what's on the blockchain right it's happened okay so it's happened so one argument is it happened and um well um like i i don't know who mentioned this just now but you know he, even if he gamed it he gamed it so he got away with it right so should we have the right to change data because essentially that's what we're doing even if we're not but you know you're taking this and you're changing stuff right on the blockchain should we really have the right to do that and and if we do where does it stop right how what else could happen in the future and and can we really say that you know straight faced and say we the blockchain contains immutable data and therefore it's reliable yeah, it just raises questions, right? I like just... to add, um, sorry to interrupt you. Um, no, go ahead. If yeah. uh, we try to say because he took money from customers or took money from people, acted like an exchange, that justifies it. I will ask the question, how many holders of Juno have we investigated their lives and their source of income to prove that they justify owning it? Because now we're talking about uh, 
um, character. And that was never a requirement for the airdrop. So why do we get to single him out and decide because he's a bad character or a bad person in real life based on facts that we haven't verified that we get to take the money from him? So have we found out how many people who are holders of Juno, Juno are child beaters or wife molesters <laughs> so we can take their money from them too? No, I mean, where does it stop? How you know how many of how many people holding Juno are mean to animals, so we should take their take their Juno from them. So we have to go with what we know. And the fact is that mathematically he had a wallet. The wallet qualified. That's it. Whether he qualified more than me or less than me is not the issue here. But the first time I heard about this Juno story, it reminded me of Steemit. It reminded me of Steemit. Steemit is a blockchain, social media blockchain. Everything was going fantastically well until Justin Sun decided he wanted to buy it. And then all the other pe- all the big validators in Steemit decided to fork it and create the hive. And the primary reason I could see is that they just didn't want anybody to have more, more tokens than they had. And as soon as I saw this Juno pattern playing out, it just rang the same, like, oh, people just don't want anyone to have more than they they throw decentralization, they throw all kinds of uh, buzzwords out and they manipulate the community to think that, yes, this money is against us. But the fact remains that by the time they eliminate these players, the people who tell you they are helping you decentralize, they don't want a, a, a bad actor, they eventually become the most influential person. So they use the, the masses to get rid of the extremely big players so they become the biggest player. And that's what always happens in crypto. And so Juno leaves a sad taste in my mouth because it's like, please, I don't know what you're going to do next. It's also the proof we never learn from our mistakes because even like how the story about ETH with ETH Classic, uh, all the BCH, BSV, block size, uh, Bitcoin block size uh, drama and stuff like that. Everything that, like when there's a clash of ideas that leads to a fork there's there's rarely like a winner on, like right now we have like on the top uh, 20 or 30 blockchains like these uh these these, these like phantom coins that just like soak up liquidity for literally no reason because and they are they are the the, the result of of some dramas like like what we are living right now on Juno and I don't know if it's ended or no honestly like at some point I stopped reading that stuff uh, but I just hope we won't have like a Juno 2.0 or classic or whatever due to this this thing because uh, uh, that 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 can happen like any any time like when when validators started like halting their validator or. Uh, uh say like like saying well well if you don't vote this i'm i'm leaving if you vote this i'm leaving and you have like these validators just like powering down their validator and saying yeah i left already it's it's like so weird it's, it's just like empty empty threats in some way because that's not how blockchain should work it it shouldn't be at the tune of what's a validator or what a group of of influential people think and uh, express with threats. It should just be about consensus on the chain and the 67% that is right and the, the other percent that is wrong. And 
unfortunately in Juno, it's not the case. It's really like very controlled right now. Yeah, and I, I, I think what you just described is that that traditional concept, that traditional idea of what a blockchain should be, you know, that, um, you know, you just let it roll, do your validation and, and don't go changing stuff on it. It's totally different now what we're beginning to see, right? It's like and, politics for a, like, it's yeah. crazy. It's like, it's like blockchain politics at some point. We, we, yeah. we need to start like having some kind of politic party with, with, with agendas <laughs> and stuff doing proposals. At this point, that's, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it raises so so many questions. The whole decentral—can we ever really, really have a decentralized blockchain in any, you know, hundred percent decentralized? Would is, is that even possible? It's possible mathematically and technically, but it's not possible because Humanly. how humans work. Yes. We are always drawn to socialize, <laughs> form groups, be yeah. with friends, look yeah. for power, yeah. and we will wreck the mathematics and wreck the system in favor of centralization even if we are all driven by decentralization ideals because of just how we always been since the dawn of time oh this is true i mean even even in the validation <laughs> arena guess what we all those of us in the lower ends of some of the you know validation the, the rankings we're all going to scream and shout yeah we want decentralization we want the projects to delegate to us and well guess what's so now later we'll get pushed up gradually and then we'll become the top people there and um we as humans we probably will not be happy when we hear that uh, we need the project was will not give us any more uh, you know uh, delegations and so so you're absolutely right as soon as we bring in a, our humanity i guess you know into the whole equation it just kind of gets it begins to get get flawed but tendermint is quite nice if you take away the human <laughs> the human factor yeah <laughs> i hear you back to though about the Juno, like just before we got into this whole ethical debate the point i was originally making those i was comparing what jay kwan's doing to to what the whale did because one of the proposals he came up with before this is before we are where we are now was what if i give half my entire earnings from juno to the community just give it to everyone i'll pay everyone if you just you know leave me alone like that was essentially what that proposal was and it was bribery in a way trying to bribe a community to get the governance that you wanted <laughs> but you're right you're right uh it was bribery I just, this was a man who, at this point who had his back against the wall though right so he was he was ready to just take this and and leave me alone like i said and um yeah it, it's uh the, the thing is i i do also think that there was a personality clash as well involved in, in that in this in this whole saga you know and and said and, and some egos rose you know some egos got in the way of uh common sense i guess az wasn't he wasn't the juno well like literally hosting like giveaways on twitter he did those too i think that came after the uh the bribery i'm just going to call it bribery proposal failed he went out to like i'm giving away juno every day for a week or something i don't know what he's doing now now he's just trying to bury wolf in core one um, I think the fund, the last I heard is that the funds were taken and they're in a, they're sitting in a multi-sig until they figure out how to, I believe the community decides what to do, but the, you know, the sentiment that I've seen on Twitter is they're going to try to find a way to distribute it to his clients that should have had it in the first place. Mm -hmm. But it also feels like people have kind of forgotten that drama now because there's a chance we can attract some of the, uh, 
the mercenary developers from Terra and try to build up that way. So that's kind of exciting for the chain, in my opinion. Absolutely, I, I, we do have a lot of faith in Juno. Um, I, I think, that, and I think that I think personally that's going to work. Um, you know, there, there, there's no gating in in the Juno on the Juno blockchain, um, and so there's going to be. I especially with I think that there was a that there is a proposal for that uh, to to allocate some funds to devs coming over from the Luna world. So it's 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 something that's going to hopefully. Um, I don't want to say kickstart, but you know, push push Juno uh, price wise anyway. You know, get back to where where it used to be, even if gradually. But yeah, I think the future is bright for Juno. Um, hopefully, um, this this whole two week Luna issue definitely overshadowed what what Juno was going through. I'm just hoping that it just kind of dies and and doesn't resurrect and affect the price. I think Juno's got some really cool tooling that I haven't personally examined too much elsewhere. Dow Dow, Dow Up, for example, Juno Mint, um, a lot of like permissionless options, basically like a less sketchy Binance Smart Chain kind of tooling. And then the community. I think those are really cool, really awesome things for Juno that we have going for us. But we also have the IBC. That's probably a good place to wrap it up. Is there anybody that had any final thoughts about anything IBC or viral? Sorry, guys. Sorry, I muted everybody. <laughs> oh, you, you asshole! I was, uh, I was wrong, so I'm back again. But uh, yeah, it was it was a nice little space with everybody. Have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, thank you. I really yeah. appreciate you having us on here. Yeah, and I think most people are going to be in uh, Austin, so it'll be fun to see everybody. Have fun, well. everybody. That Thanks sounds for coming fun. out, everybody. Everybody have a good night. Have a good yeah. night, everybody. Good, Take good it night. easy. Thanks. Thanks. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Cosmo Spaces NFT Talk, hosted by Cosmo Clay with Trendy, some Secret Cats, the IBC Gang. Everybody was there. Recorded on Friday, May twentieth, two thousand twenty-two. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Waking up like a basement dweller, stepped out the door and her brace is yelling. 2020, what an ugly shit show, staring at the fucking rig roll from the get-go. Looking outside, the whole state's on fire. The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars and replace the writers with AI just like us? Emaciated models killing bright birds. First in, last out, picture me rolling. The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow country stolen. Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden. Trying to be so full, spitting that molten lava from the bottom of the caldera. I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle and offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle, blasting off in a rocket. The many people who will, will see things happen to them that are in their favor. So someone's looking over me. That's a that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cut 
cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk on some first time buyer's luck. Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So climate change will not make Earth Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.